In this week's episode, The Endgame is here. We're keeping the spoilers at a minimum for now, but we do have several initial thoughts and a box office breakdown. Stay tuned next time for more. The MCU has invaded DCA for the latest Disneyland After Dark event, and Diggs was there. Hope he didn't get snapped. Grad night season is almost here, and you know what that means. Don't go to the parks. Also, Pop-Up Disney, Ghost Rider Returns, May the 4th, Cakes on Shakes, and more in this not-so-forever episode of the Mousepire Podcast. I'm Anthony. I'm Diggs. I'm Tim. Welcome to Mousepire, your source for Disney, Star Wars, and everything in between. This is the podcast where both empires collide. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to the Mousepire Podcast. Hey, what's going on? Uh-oh. The Apprentice Start believing in ghost stories, Miss Turner. You're in one. Bring up me, Harley Joe. You never had a friend like me. Some imagination, huh? <laughs> Made you look. Happy something. <laughs> Wait, hi, I'm Tim. Who are you? <laughs> no, that's later. Oh, really? I don't know. Um, are you happy, Tim? It's been a rough day. It's been rough for Tim. And you know why it's also been rough for Tim? Because he's 40. I don't know. That's, that's, he's still. Apparently, the, according to the party they threw me on Saturday, I am. But I don't, I just don't, I'm not feeling it. I'm not, I'm just not having it. Is that the party that uh, Anthony and I didn't get invited to? I don't know. I didn't have any part of it. <laughs> it was like my parents and Elizabeth, and I, I had no. I just I showed up. In other words, we wouldn't have wanted to be thinking there. Oh, that okay. we were going out to dinner, and there was like some people, and they were like, "Hey, There's some people." <laughs> you probably wouldn't have wanted to be there. Okay, probably not. I wouldn't have mind dinner though. <laughs> I'm just saying. You know, we were talking Speaking about Speaking of that. no invite, I didn't get an invite to him uh, and his mom to the habit today. So, I mean. Oh, well, you know why I didn't invite you? Because that's too far for you to drive. It is. Because <laughs> you have one right down here. So <laughs> The habit, especially. Uh, anyway, hey, we're back and I'm somewhat better than ever. Somewhat. Somewhat. Because I had to go to the dentist today. Oh. And they were drilling on my teeth or my tooth. And somehow they uh, they hid his uh, diabetes. <laughs> no, and no, no, made it skyrocket. No, that was that's something different. Oh, that was you that. Mean it's not related. No, that was fat time yesterday. Oh, okay. Well, maybe if I remember, I'll get to that. No, we'll talk about the dentals. Ugh. Oh yeah, it was. Uh, it wasn't that bad. They uh, drilling up one of my tooth, and they they want to do a uh, another root canal. Yes, and I'm just like whatever. But then they said everything was fine, and they put medicine in there and sealed it up and. I'm good to go. They wanted to long? give him a deep clean. <laughs> they wanted to deep clean something. So in relation to your story, I, I had a, pre- I was prepped for an implant like eight years ago and I had all this dental work done. Excuse us. Are we bothering you? 
uh, I, I had all this dental work done, some root canals and an implant and uh, cavity fills and all this stuff. And they prepped me for an implant and they said, okay, come back, like, you know, make an appointment. And they, what they do is they put a thing in your jaw called an abutment. It's basically like a little flat head screw. They put it in your butt? An abut, or I think it's called an abutment. I don't know. I might be wrong. But basically this thing has been in my jaw this whole time and it's been covered up with skin and over the eight years, the skin like wore away and you could feel the top of it. Ew, that's it's not a nasty. big, it's not a big deal, but I thought that there was an implant under it. So I, for whatever reason, the thing came out when I was mouthwashing at one point, I'm switching around and this thing comes out of my jaw and I'm thinking, Oh geez. So I call this dentist who's in the Valley. I don't live in the Valley. And, uh, he says, Oh, just come right in. So, they go in and then they're checking it out. He says, you're fine. If you're fine with no tooth there, then like, it's not a big deal. You can just blah, blah, blah. Speaking of which you have a credit because you already paid for this implant, but you need like another thousands of dollars of dental work on top of it. So that's where I'm at. I'm going to look into going to maybe Mexico or Spain. Get some <laughs> dental work. Done. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, Mexico is my first choice. Yeah. Yeah. Just don't drink the water. If actually, in fact, if you're listening to this and you know a place not where we could drive across the border, I know a guy border, in Michoacan. Not a place <laughs> where you can drive across the border, but like a like somebody in like Cancun or something where I could fly in. Cancun. Oh my gosh, he wants a vacation at a Rucadel. <laughs> if I have to be there for a week to deal with dental work, then why yeah, would you have to be there for lay, a week? Because that's how they do it. They spread it out over the week. Okay. That's how it would I be, that's I how it would be done here. I wish I could afford to go to Cancun for a root canal. I know, huh? Well, it would cost less money to do it there and get the vacation at the same time than it would to get it done here. Less money. Well, we'll, uh, we'll I don't think that's the point, but we'll, we'll, right. we'll see on that. So if somebody on the podcast has ever gone to a like destination place to have dental work done, please uh, email me or message me on Facebook. Tim Fresh One, hyphen between the fresh and the one. I'm not going to say it again later. All right, so hey, uh, on Sun this past Sunday was uh, Michael and the Mel guys' uh, awareness for autism event. Another big crowd showed up. Awesome event. A lot of people came to support. It was really awesome. And um, the they always have the giveaway lounge and the picnic area where all these different groups come together, and they always have things to give away. And you'll either play a game or you do a raffle to win prizes. It's really cool. It's it's a lot of fun. You know, a lot of people go, and of course, a lot of kids there. I have a question. What did Disney shut it down? No, no, not this time. That no. was last year. Remember they shut? They did some shutdown. That no. was Star Wars, maybe instead. That was Star Wars. That was Star Wars. Oh. But uh, I was actually surprised because usually when the, we are there during one of the events, there's always a security coming and looking around. You know, I didn't see one security guard come in the picnic area and it wasn't just Michael's event going on. There was tons of pin traders out there. So basically, if you wanted to get a picnic table, you were out of luck because there was too many people there. But it was an awesome event. A lot of people showed up and you know who showed up? Giselle the Gazelle. Woohoo! So she uh, came to the park to... uh, Basically, get her fat time on. Yeah, I saw you guys eating some snacks. Yes, in a photo. Snaggity snack. Yes, we had some snacks. She had her famous uh, Bengal barbecue rice plate, like she always gets. And uh, we actually were just walking around, and then she's all talking about she wanted to get some beignets. And then the line was pretty long for beignets, and she's all, 
I don't know. Do I want a beignet or do I want a dough whip? I said, ooh, let's go for the dough whip. So we went over there to uh, Tropical Hideaway, and I got my orange raspberry. And I still uh, haven't had this. Oh, yeah, and she had a dough whip. Whip it up. Uh, funny you should mention uh, Dole Whips, but I heard a uh, rumor, or this may have already started, that they're going to be closing off the uh, the uh, Tiki Room uh, Dole Whip stand completely to only uh, call-in orders. That is uh, interesting because... Um, to uh, finally fulfill my uh, my, my call prediction in from or many... You mean mobile orders? Mobile orders. I call in. Uh, you're using your phone. So, I mean, that's interesting because we uh, we left, you know, uh, Tropical Hideaway and just you know, just go walk around and eating our dough whip. And uh, that area was the close. The, they had a cast member telling people, oh, you can visit over here, you know, go around the corner and visit. So, so maybe that has already started. Maybe then. it has. I, I don't I was just thinking now they just closed it down for that so time. This is, I'm assuming, part of Project Stardust is called, right? Maybe. Where they're, they're trying to. Because that line takes up a big area. Right. That's part of Project We Should Have Done This Shit a Long Time Ago. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Anyway, we had our dough whips. We're walking around, watched the end of uh, Sensational, and we headed over to Fantasyland, and we got on Peter Pan because there was hardly a line for Peter Pan. That was what? Monday. Yes, exactly. So Shock. We, we got on Peter Pan. and um, On a Sunday? Yeah. It was, it was crazy that the Peter Pan line that wasn't that long. So it was pretty cool. Hung up with her for a little bit, and then she was off once again. To Walt Disney World? <laughs> Maybe. Nah, not yet. In the summer, she's going to go back. But, yeah, I had fun uh, hanging out with Giselle, and uh, she was uh, she commented saying that she listened to the podcast when I was talking about when I said, you know what Giselle likes to do in Disneyland? And I said she likes to take pictures. She said that she thought I was going to say she likes to eat. <laughs> Both of them are true. Both. Both is good. Yes, both is good. Nothing wrong with eating and taking pictures. And of course, taking pictures while you're eating. <laughs> is that your whole uh, long weekend? No, I don't remember. I don't remember all of it. So we did something Friday. And then Saturday, like, got fooled into thinking I was going out to dinner and then had to have this party. You had and to then, have the party. Well, apparently. I mean, it, was, it would have been very rude of me to tell everyone to kiss my ass when they got there. Uh, and then Sunday, we hung out with some old friends, which is really nice. I haven't seen elderly? them in a long time. Um, no, they're not elderly. <laughs> they're like around our age. Old friends, uh, long gone. That I haven't se- we haven't seen in a few years. But like, you know, it's some people you just pick right back up where you left off. There's oh, yeah. Like uh there's never a break. The only good part is that you've got tons of stuff to talk about because you haven't seen each other in a while. Um, so you got a lot of stories to bore each other with. Right. <laughs> and then Monday we met up. That's with, why I like uh, not talking to him for years on end, just so we have something to talk about. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, man. And then Monday we did the pop-up, which we'll talk about later. And then uh, on Elizabeth's phone, because my phone was dying, I have pictures of the black tap, which I'm sure we'll talk about later. And then... Um, Yesterday, I thought we were podcasting, and then you canceled. But t- I did not cancel, because this was planned a long time ago. You we'll know, get to that well, later. Yeah, we'll get to that later. So moving on, I uh, yesterday, we didn't record because I went to the Disneyland After Dark. Yeah, you canceled. Heroes Assemble. No, I didn't cancel, <laughs> considering these tickets went on sale a while back, and I told you I was going. So it's not my fault if you don't remember things. I don't remember a lot of things. So let's talk about this party. Now... Woo, woo. The best part of the whole 
was Shindig. the you got me? No, I didn't get you nothing. Oh, you suck, man. The best part was, of course, the debut of Iron Man. Now, oh. that was badass. Uh, he came out over there at the uh, Hollywood backlot, the theater or the whatever stage back there. He uh, had his photo up there on stage. It was really cool. The party started at 9 o'clock. He came out probably about 9.03, 4 around there. Right after it started. Yeah. And the thing about that, you know, people are lining up to get, you know, in there. And I was just sitting down to the side of the stage on the bench. And you heard cast members start yelling. There was no lineups before 9 p.m. And you just saw a massive crowd move back from the area. So I thought that was funny because, you know, they already waited light and then the cast members made a move. No lineups. And that was probably about nine wah, or wah. that was probably about eight forty five. And then they let people start lining up about eight fifty one. People started <laughs> so they had this when the, the last day that the electrical parade was happening, we sat on this bench like I don't remember what time the parade would start, but we sat on this bench at like six PM and then they came around and harassed us and made us get up. And then at six fifteen, they let they let people start like waiting for the parade. It was like you're just gonna harass us because we're fifteen minutes early. Like give us a break. Well, so uh, he comes out and makes a speech and things like that. It was really cool to see him. Uh, uh, if you guys uh, follow my snappies, you guys snap, would have seen snap. that on the snap snaps. Uh, really cool uh, to see uh, finally see Iron Man in the parks. From what I heard, the line was about three to four hours long. And I was like, wow, that's crazy. And one of our friends, Debbie, who actually asked about you, Anthony, was wondering where you've been. She was, uh, I don't know how she does it, but she was like probably. Front of the line. She was there for the line, maybe the fifth, tenth person to go. Because I was just standing there looking. Taking, I feel like she knows people that knows people or something. Like I, that. Or she I, just like knows when things are about to happen. She got lucky because she was probably, when they made people move, she probably you know got her way up to the I front. I mean, we're talking about the same person that every time she gets to have a, a hotel room at the Grand <laughs> California always gets parkside. Yes. So she uh, managed to uh, be one of the first ones up there to get her picture done and so she can move it along to the next photo op. But I thought that was the best part was Iron Man and seeing him. And, of course, he talks and he has so different. He has a lot of different uh, uh, phrases that he says. Not sure if uh, he's hanging around, if he's going to be in the parks. What was the suit like? It's old. Uh, it looks like probably one of the one they might have borrowed one from... Uh... Hong Kong or something. Because oh, you, were, you were there? No, I saw pictures. Oh. There, oh. Are, there are pictures. Uh, I saw the suit. It's a, it's an older style suit. It's like a Mark One or a Mark II style suit because it has the round arc reactor, uh, which hasn't really been like just a plain arc round arc reactor since like Iron Man. Uh, so it was kind of very much like the original suit. But uh, isn't the newest ones also round? Yeah, but it has like a kind of like a different design than just being just around, just like clear uh, blue light. Is it the same suit from D twenty three? Probably. I was wondering about that. Probably, I don't remember that. Yeah, I'm, probably I'm, it would be. Yeah, I just understand that if they would have had it, they had to have not had it here. Because why not use it if they had it here? Right. Uh, maybe the one from D23 is the one that got it is the one that they end up using in uh, Hong Kong 
because presumably they have an Iron Man in Hong Kong. Yeah. They have a ride, right? Because that's where the ride is, right, Tim? Iron Man is in Hong Kong. There yeah, we go. And that was the, but they were saying that in the Disney universe thing that he's in Hong Kong. Right. That's why he's not here. Right. I get that. Yeah. Yeah. So did he leave Hong Kong? Is my question <laughs> to come here for this party? Just, just for, just for two days. Uh, <laughs> just yeah. All right. So uh, once you checked in, they uh, gave you, of course, the program of what's going on, where the food is, the entertainment. Uh, they gave you uh, some trading cards, which had the you know all the uh, six six trading cards. And um, they had a um, scavenger hunt thing going on, and you would go look for the clues that they basically point to letters, and you write all the letters down, and then you got to unscramble the letters to see what the phrase is, and then you take it back, and you get a seventh trading card. I didn't do it because I didn't have time for all that. I just what? I what? Yes, I know, Mister. I spent I, my <laughs> whole two days. <laughs> Doing trading card, nothing but trading cards at D23. Yeah, you couldn't take the time to get one card. I knew I was going to get that from you. Bull crap. I just didn't want to Disappointing. Just for that, you should give me the rest of the trading cards. <laughs> just for that. Just because you didn't get the, the last one, you should give me the rest I don't even of know what the last one is. I'm going to guess it was Iron Man because he wasn't part of this no, he wasn't part of the set. Then no. I'm going to guess you're probably right. So I didn't do it. And... At the end of the night, I was thinking, I probably should have done it. You know what I was doing? Uh, I was at the photo op for... Uh, you even told me where the first one was. Yeah, and it was S. He was pointing to an S. Oh, okay. So I was at the photo op for uh, Donald Duck, Daisy, Mickey, and Minnie, and uh, a guest came up to ask a cast member, where do we turn this in? And I was like trying to look to see what the answer was <laughs> at that point. But yeah, anyway... I. If you guys did that, I'm pretty sure uh, you guys had a good time doing those. Uh, some of them were uh, kind of hard. Some of them I knew where they were, were to look at. Some was kind of hard. but um, Yeah, I, I know that one was uh, the, at the Stanley Steamer statue, I know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's easy because, you know, it basically tells you. But some of them were like, you got to stand here and look behind you or whatever. Right. Uh, they also gave you a, a lanyard with a little credential thing, which is not a big deal. But if you were an annual pass holder, you uh, got a AP button, which looked pretty cool. You suck. Um, you should have went. You should have. Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to pay $100 well, for Well, then a don't button. complain. But you paid $30 to go to a Mickey thing. Yeah, we'll get to that. So uh, let me just tell you that um, compared to this event and the last uh, 90s event, the 90s was way better. This event was boring. And I was just like, I just couldn't believe that the 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 lack of entertainment that was going on in the park, because the ninetieth event, of course, you had fireworks. This one, you had nothing. You had uh, the probably the best entertainment was in Hollywood Land. They had the Guardians of the Galaxies, totally rocking party. Now they had a DJ set up there, and um, he was playing some good music. That was probably the best. You know, I went at the end of the night. I went over there just to hang out and just to listen to the music. Over in uh, Paradise Garden Park, they had a they had Wendy Walker was there DJing, and there was no one there. It was there was not a single person there dancing. The people who were there were cast members, 
and just chit-chatting. Well, the problem is, is why would you create an event and have it take place over such a big area like that? Because I didn't even expect them to have anything over in Paradise Gardens. I expected it to all be condensed to like just the uh, the the you know uh, Buena Vista Street, you know, Hollywood Backlot. Maybe a little bit down the other street or something. I mean, maybe like by Cars like Land, maybe, but I mean, Cars Land. Yeah, I mean, no, no further than like going past uh, Blue Sky Cellar, which is I know where you had to go to get your AP stuff. So I mean, it just it doesn't make any sense to have an event that is so small like that, where they know everybody's going to be staying over by where all of the other stuff is, which is seems to be mostly over there in Hollywood Land. Uh, Hollywood backlot in that area. So it's like, why would they even bother putting anything over there? So Now, they had a Heroes Assemble Superfan costume cavalcade, which was similar to what they did for the Star Wars uh, event. That sucked, too, because I believe it started somewhere in Paradise Garden area. Uh, I'm not sure where it started. They had the shield uh, Jeep truck, whatever it is, come out. And the cavalcade was behind them with all the people dressed up, you know, in costumes, which is really cool. There was a lot of cool costumes there, but it ended right there at the Paradise Park. So they all went down, took a big old group photo. Disney was there with a ladder, and they took a big group photo. And then Wendy plays music, and that was it. So it wasn't as awesome as the Star Wars one went, went down the whole parade route. This one didn't even go down the whole parade route. So I thought that was stupid. The only thing good about the event is for those people who just wanted to take pictures with the characters. And they had a lot of photo ops for that. Every single character you can think of that you've seen for, you know, these Marvel movies were there. They had the photo ops, of course, in Hollywood Land. They had them on Buena Vista Street. They had them on the parade route right in front of uh, Bugs Land through that area. They had a uh, some setups in front of or over by uh, Paradise Gardens. I believe that's where uh, Doctor Strange was. I didn't go all the way to that area. I just went up to the park and that's it. But I thought it was boring. If you just like taking pictures, then I'm pretty sure you had a great time taking pictures of all the characters and doing the photo ops. But other than that, I was just like, yeah, it was pretty boring. Yeah, you know what? We're going to get to this when we start talking about this uh, the Mickey pop-up thing. But if they're going to continue to just be uh, trying to cater to people who just do pictures and bloggers and, and shitty YouTubers and people like that, then they're obviously going to be closing off themselves to uh, people like you or uh, you know other people who like to actually have uh, things to do at uh, events besides just photo ops because it's... It, that's never what the events have always been about is photo ops. There's always been things to do, whether it's, you know, I mean, besides the usual, I mean, we, I know that there was dining, but I mean, yeah, there was no kind of actual like show or like you said, there was no fireworks. They didn't put together a special world of color. They had a shitty parade. That's hardly a parade. So, um, yeah, uh, they can't be catering to these people. And if the, if those people want to pay, that's fine. But, it's like they're really closing off to other, the normal kind of people who want to have a more rounded experience, not just there for just taking pictures for their shitty blog. Now, real quick on the food, I was really disappointed in the food. Also, they didn't have anything that seemed that was good. 
like really really special. They had a couple of cool items. Uh, one of them that looked uh, interesting was a spiced ham and cheese thunder dog from the Corn Dog Castle. I thought that looked interesting. Uh, the thing that Anthony would love to try was the Thor Hammer Raspberry Cheesecake. That um, that looked uh, the pre- pre- it was pretty. Yeah, the presentation on that looked really nice. Uh, over at the uh, Hollywoodland at the um, the studio catering truck, they had uh, Captain Marvel nachos. They had an Avengers superhero Captain Marvel slush, which I was like, mm. and they also had a ice cream sandwich or a Captain Marvel ice cream sandwich. And I was so tempted to get that. And I actually got in line to get it. And then I was thinking about it. I was like, oh, I already had ice cream. I can't get this. <laughs> My blood's going to be real, really high. And it is. Uh, yes. But, of course, I uh, know we talked about this, that they had the different type of churros, which looked pretty cool. I didn't get one because I, I was I just wanted something different, you know. I, I'm all about the churro getting, and I don't mind churros and the different stuff. But I was just not uh, feeling having churros last night. But I just I was really disappointed with the food selections they had, because they also had over at the Pacific Wharf Cafe they had the Black Widow Parfait, which is nothing new because they had that during Summer of Heroes. Yeah, I had that. Yeah, so it's not it's not new. It, it's just a repeat of um, what they've already had. So if they're gonna put some parfait together, they could could have made maybe a. Uh, Captain America parfait with you know red white white and blue yeah. strawberries and blueberries. I don't know. I'm just saying I was just disappointed in the food selections they had. Uh, nothing interested me, and I was expecting more of uh, just like more desserts or something cool. Uh, the only cool thing I do see here, and I know it's something that wouldn't have interested you, but uh, they did have an Ashley Eckstein uh, meet and greet and signing over there at the Collector's Warehouse. Uh, which is something I definitely would have checked out. It uh, wasn't really that. Uh, it was kind of a big time that they had her there. So Let me tell uh, you they this. They probably got a lot of people through there, but it was probably a long line. I was going to tell you about the line because <laughs> we went over there before it started because I wanted to go look at, oh, we they got the new uh, gauntlet, build a gauntlet. The build a gauntlet, right. So I went to go check that out. <laughs> and um, the line for her was not long at all. Really? It, yeah. it hadn't started yet. So if you were there, you would have had enough time to get in the line, and you would have, you know, not have waited that long. So yeah, that that well, it was kind of a niche thing that they have, and you know, I mean, unless you know, already know who she is, it's it's not like it was if, if she had been at the Star Wars one, there probably would have been more people wanting to get in line. Uh, I know, do know that she's going to be there at Wonderground on Friday and Saturday, or I think Friday, uh, maybe Friday and Saturday for a. Uh, for a uh, event with uh, Ashley Taylor because they have another joint uh, collaboration uh, piece that's coming out uh, that's like uh, some female fandom and it has like constellations. It's a really cool piece. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Um, And then real quick, uh, we talked about this, that they were going to be selling the Gauntlet Zipper again. And uh, they had them over at the studio catering truck. They also had That's yeah, even on the little uh, pamphlet thing. Yes, they had them at the Ward Wieners. And then they asked, had them at the different vending carts. 20 bucks as usual. And, of course, uh, if you got them at the catering truck, you had you got your AP discount. But um, they had those. And uh, I don't think they even sold out or anything because, 
you know, everybody already got those already, and who cares? So did you get a chance to check out the Build a Gauntlet thing? I did. Uh, how much does that cost? What's the options? I did not uh, see the price on that. I was uh, looking. Failure. No. <laughs> I was looking. I didn't see the price on that. I did take some pictures of uh, the different gauntlets, and um, build, uh, the Build a Gauntlet is uh, twenty four ninety nine. So twenty four ninety nine for that, and you can add a launcher, and Whoa. that will be thirty nine ninety nine. Because once again, it's okay to launch things, but as long yes. as it's not out of a gun, right? <laughs> it's okay to launch it out of a gauntlet, whether it's Thanos's gauntlet or whether it's Boba Fett's gauntlet. Yeah, so hilarious. I guess there's like three different modules that you put together. Yeah, so one's I think like a Hulk or Iron Man, or I have Iron Man. I have a Spider-Man. Oh, that's it. And a Captain America. I think that's Captain America. Looks like a red, white, and Probably blue. Probably red, white, and blue. Yeah. I see a green one. Oh, okay. A, Maybe they do have one then. Yeah. So, um, yeah, you can go over to um, over there at the... And that's only at the collector's warehouse. Yes. You can go check out that and build your gauntlet over there. But, yeah, uh, very disappointed with the party. It was boring. And, yeah. That's all I got to say about that. Things are basically just becoming bloggers' paradise now. Basically. All right, so real quick, uh, also this past Saturday was the Disney Channel Fan Fest that I did not attend. Uh, I did not go because gas is like $4 a gallon, dude. Yeah, and he was already going on Thursday, and he was already going on Sunday. All these days, I was like, oh, you know what? Or not stuff. Friday. You were there on Friday. I went Friday, and it was going back on Sunday, and then, of course, on Tuesday. So I'm like, I got to miss a day. I really wanted to go and check it out, but I didn't get to get there. But I just wanted to say real quick that from what I've seen, uh, it was a little bit better this year because they actually used Paradise Park to do all the, uh, the what do you call them, panels or whatever. Yeah, I saw that they had the stage set up there where they usually have the big stage for, for like uh, Christmas for the Festival of Holidays. Yeah, the, the bands. Or uh, the bands and stuff, where yeah. they would have the bands. So the stage was set up basically there uh, at the edge of uh, the what would be the uh, World of Color viewing area. And, uh, yeah, I thought it seemed like a much better deal. I mean, the only obvious drawback to that is it's just brighter. And, uh, you know, if it had been hot or something, it's not as comfortable. But you get more people to just stand around and watch rather than being constrained by how many people you can sit uh, within whatever the building was that they were using last time. Yeah, it was, last time was stage 17. Right. So I'm guessing it was just basically first come, first serve, because we talked about you get to get wristbands, but that was for meet and greet. Right. It didn't say anything about, you know, the panels or anything like that. So I'm guessing it was first come, first serve, you come and sit down, or like you said, you stand around and you watch the different uh, actors from the different shows talking and all that. And, of course, we talked about Descendants was going to be the very biggest draw. Yeah, that was the last thing, like, at 6.30 p.m. or something like that. Uh, They showed a trailer, and a lot of the actors and stuff were there. Uh, A couple of the actors, along with one of the creators of uh, DuckTales, was there. Uh, They showed a clip. They also had the the one that's... uh, told you guys a little while back about amphibia the show upcoming show they showed a clip from that and also had the uh, actress uh brenda's song i believe yes. is her name uh and she was there for that 
they had a little parade, cavalcade parade, right? That, that uh, was uh, streamed on the Disney Parks blog. I yeah. actually watched that. I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, I saw pictures of some of the DuckTales people had posted pictures. Uh, Look, I'm in a parade. Now, let me tell you who wasn't there. Bizarre Vark. As we mentioned last week, it was. It's, I mean, it's not a big deal, but the thing is, is when they first announced the Disney Channel Fan Fest was coming back, they did say Bizarre Vark. It was one of the shows, and I guess maybe that new show took its place because it was changed off the schedule. I don't see how it would take the place because that new show is in the animation panel. Bizarre Vark wouldn't have been in the animation panel. It's not animated, is it? No, but I thought there was another show that was in that group, too. I don't know, because, yeah, the Amphibia would have been just in the animation panel along with DuckTales, so I don't know what it would have... I think there was three groups, or three in that same. I don't know. So I, don't, I would have thought it would have taken place of something else that was live action. Uh, I know, because was uh, Annie Mac there? I don't remember. I don't know if they were supposed to be. Uh, I just wanted to, I don't know if you had seen that they uh, got canceled, that they've been canceled. No, I didn't see that. Yeah, so uh, I didn't know if you had seen that. Or no. If, uh, I, that would have had any effect on So I'm, I'm not sure if they were there or not. I don't remember. I didn't get to get to the uh, Fan Fest this year, but it's all right. It was cool because I, you know, went to the other days. Uh, it seems to be successful, and hopefully it's something that they'll continue every year and they'll keep that, uh, the, uh, you know, the people coming, uh, rotating and everything of what they have on there make to maintain interest. Yeah, I mean, I, I think it will because uh, there's, uh, it's creating more interest because since they moved it out into the you know, the park, it seems like they know, hey, you know, we have more room and people can just stand around and, you know, watch this. So I'm sure it'll be back. Well, you uh, get a lot of traffic year. over there walking back and forth as opposed to when you stick something back in the Hollywood uh, back lot where it's all just back there and it's like, oh, what's going on back here? Oh, it's too crowded. Yeah. Hey, hey, guess what? What? You know what's coming back? Uh, Journey Through Inner Space. I wish, but Disney Forever Fireworks. Oh. Boo. That was some cooler. I thought you were yeah, that's... something that people cared about. I know, right? Wait, but how is Disney Forever Fireworks going to be coming when they have uh, Mickey's uh, Mixed Magic, uh, Mickey's Mixtape, or Max, um, Mexicali Mixtape, or... Uh, Whatever that he has going on, I mean, it just started, right? It did. Just I mean, start. shouldn't it be going through uh, the, all through summer? It's a it's a new show that they did specifically designed just for this time that you know that uh, they seem to spend a lot of time on. Well, you would think it was going to last till the summer was over, but I guess um, Mickey's going to go back and go mix some other tapes or something. I don't know what he's doing, but that show is going to be done. And um, what was it, June fifth or something? I forget. June 6th. And in its place, they're going yeah. to play the worst fireworks show in the history of Disneyland. Which will come on June 7th. Well, it's not the worst fireworks in the history of Disneyland because the worst fireworks in the history <laughs> of Disneyland, undoubtedly and without any kind of debate, is the four minute and 20 second quote unquote fantasy in the sky. That is the worst fireworks show in the history of Disneyland. But Disneyland Forever is a close 10th uh, or something like that. Uh, I just want to say that I just... Have they ever, in the history of Disney Parks, ever created a show, fireworks, parade, otherwise, that never even makes it to summer? 
I don't think so. Especially that's so good. Have they ever created a show or anything that was specifically designed to never even be in summer? It's like, why would you even do that? Why would you bring back a fireworks show from four years ago that lasted for almost two years? It was like, what, 16 months or something like that? 18 months we had that? It was 16. Thank you. Uh, See, I knew it was somewhere around there. So, I mean, you had this show for the 60th. You already have this show going on. You created this show specifically, I assume, for some reason. Now, granted, we know through certain factual informations, uh, mostly pertaining to the fact that they weren't ready and mostly pertaining to the fact that uh, Pixar, the Pixar uh, fireworks were kind of late getting started. Uh, we know that this show was probably that the uh, get the mix magic was actually probably supposed to start back in September ish, but it wasn't ready. So they kept going with the Pixar, but you know, here's still what I th- here's what I still, think. even then this, this started what in, in January. Yeah. What I think and it's going to be done before by, by beginning of June, basically star Wars land, uh, galaxy's edge will be not even be officially open and will only have been open for uh, reservation people for four, five days, six days when this show uh, ends. Go ahead, Tim. I'm just. I think that Allah remember being the normal fireworks show, and then magical being the summer fireworks show for many many years. The magical was the one that had Dumbo, and they only played it in the summer. They might be doing something like that, where Disneyland Forever becomes the summer show, and then this mixed magic, maybe at least for this year. Yeah, but remember, played during summers for many years before it went into being a sprint. I'd rather have magic. (laughs) Yeah. No, I mean, I just, I don't know. I just, it just doesn't make any sense why you would go all through all the trouble of creating a show. And then only keep it around for six months, and then shut it down for a show that went for sixteen months. Well, because then they did brought back Forever, right? Briefly, didn't Forever come back, or has Forever been gone since it ended? I don't remember. I don't think. They oh no, back. they brought back Fantasy in the Sky, <laughs> and oh, and they brought back Remember briefly. Yeah, that's right. Okay, so anyways, so why would you let create a brand new show? That basically is consensusly good, really good, for and nicks it right before summer for a show that already played 16 months. And now, I, just, I don't understand. It's and then, dumb. And then the fact that uh, the Mickey's Mixed Magic is a show that you don't have to have fireworks. You know, it's projections. and Which brings us to our next point. Because uh, when I was there last week, I don't remember what day it was, but I was, the, the show was going on, and it was a little windy, and it was towards the end of the show, and there was no more fireworks going on. The, it was the finale time. It was time for the finale, and there was no big old finale of fireworks because they basically said, you know, stop. We can't be doing more, any more fireworks, and you just still have the projections going on, you know. 
the uh, Forever uh, Fireworks Show is fireworks and projections. Well, and that's the point that, that the point that it's going to come down to is that from the very first day that Forever starts on uh, whatever it is June seventh, when it starts from that moment on. It's going to be a condensed version, uh, basically, not convinced, but it's going to be a uh, different different version than the one we saw for 16 months because it's going to be totally without aerials. It has to be because, well, I mean, okay, let me back it up, back it up for a second. Beep, beep, <laughs> beep, beep. Okay, that's good. Um <laughs> Do we know what's the latest reservation time that anybody with a hotel reservation has gotten? Do you know? No. Tim? Mm. What's the latest time you were... Everybody I know has gotten 8 a.m. Yeah, I've, I've seen a couple <laughs> as late as like uh, noon, maybe 2 p.m. See, the thing is, is that if they're not doing reservations into the night up until the 23rd, they can still run the full Disneyland Forever Fireworks show all the way up until June 23rd. So there is that. But then once June 24th hits and Galaxy's Edge is teeming with people all the way until closing, you obviously then, I mean, unless they figure out a way to uh, have still close Toontown but have uh, Galaxy's Edge be an inclusion zone for the fireworks uh, or still be able to set off the fireworks and have Galaxy's Edge not be affected. They've talked then, about that for quite a while. Then... Either they're going to introduce a aerialless version of Disneyland Forever, which they already was kind of Disneyland Forever was already kind of a transition show where it started to incorporate more low level stuff in anticipation of them knowing that they might eventually have to get rid of the full aerials. I mean, we'll just have to wait and see. Uh, we have to know that by the time. I'm going to predict it right now that no matter what, by the time uh, Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway opens in 2022, uh, aerials will be done because they're going to want to keep Toontown open as long as possible with a brand new attraction there in Toontown. They're going to want to keep Toontown uh, open as long as possible. And the days of Toontown closing by 8 o'clock or whatever, 7 o'clock is going to be over by the time... Runaway Railway opens. I, dis I disagree. No, the, we we're already seeing the decline of them already wanting to phase out aerials anyways. Well, they've been declining them for decades. Well, I mean, then there's no reason why uh, to assume that they're going to be phased out completely long before Runaway Railway opens. I don't think that they would prioritize one single attraction or even a group I do. of attractions over fireworks in general. I do. I think fireworks are a big, big draw for the resort. I disagree. I think they would 100% prioritize a brand new attraction, especially one being hyped as big as this one, uh, over something that they're already starting to phase out anyways, whether it's due to uh, pressure from the city or whether it's just environmental factors already that have been affecting them for a long time. You guys could look forward to the new ode. New old. <laughs> the new old. New old this stock. Time forever fireworks will... Come on June 7th. Yay. Yay. Hey, you know what's coming up? May the 4th. Oh, yeah. Saturday. Saturday, May the 4th. Uh, time to celebrate I keep getting Star thrown Wars. off because, you know, May the 2nd became a big date all of a sudden for a lot of people uh, with the uh, reservation thing. So it kind of made May the 4th kind of take a backseat. 
Uh, also, don't forget that May the 4th is not only uh, May the 4th, which, well, you know, me, I've already made a plane that May the 4th don't mean crap to me because it's not real Star Wars Day, but it is free comic book day, which is even more important than, uh, than fake Star Wars Day. So make sure you guys, when you're on, before you go to Disneyland to check out the fake May the 4th stuff, that uh, you guys stop by your local comic book store and get your free comic books. Hey, so you know what else is coming back for May the 4th? Star Wars! Yes. Nothing but... Star Wars is coming back. <laughs> In the form of Hyperspace Mountain. Yeah. Either your favorite or your least favorite version of Space Mountain, apparently. Um, well, you get those complainers who, I don't like Star Wars. Why did I change my ride? Blah, 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 blah. Right, because it's not like it really makes that much difference to them. Oh, I can't stand Star Wars music, apparently. That's that's all it has to do, because it's not that it, it's not like they changed the track. I know. It's not like the track has been changed and you're all of a sudden in TIE Fighters or something. I mean, there's like a couple projections that might be something different. But it's like, really? So basically, you're just complaining you don't like the Star Wars music. Basically. And if you're saying that, then your opinion matters not. Because anybody who says the Star Wars music is not good, then they obviously, their opinion doesn't matter. So yeah, Hyperspace Mountain will come back on Saturday. Possibly a soft opening Friday. But that doesn't matter. Uh, there is no word on how long it's going to last. So uh, it could be here up until uh, Galaxy Edge opens up. We don't know. but uh, Pretty much it could be here all the way until Episode 9 opens. There you go. So that's uh, Hyperspace Mountain is back uh, for a limited time. And we'll see how limited that time is. Exactly. Also showing up on May the 4th on Saturday will be Captain Phasma and her legions again. Now, I saw Captain Phasma on uh, uh, one day last week, I believe. She was uh, roaming the parks. So oh, okay. She had a couple pictures, but uh, she was uh, by, by herself. herself. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, she should be back with her old uh, little uh, march thing where she has all the stormtroopers with her, and she has a little parade that she puts on in Tomorrowland. Uh, once again, they will have special photo opportunities. It mentions only one photo opportunity in the Starcade. I don't know what that means. So they must have something set up in the Starcade. That most likely means the downstairs part of Starcade, yeah. I assume. So. Yeah, where the Metro Corporate stuff was. Right. So make sure you guys get over there, uh, the over there by the uh, tomorrow or the uh, Space Mountain or the Hyperspace Mountain bathrooms. <laughs> uh, look out for the uh, photo op over there. I don't know what it'll be. It has to be something that fits inside. So I don't know if they're going to be reusing that one of uh, one of the ones that they've used before. It'll be something new, probably. So, <laughs> oh, uh, they had the ones for the Star Wars After Dark one, right? So they may reuse one of those, if not multiple ones. Uh, Galactic Grill and Alien Pizza Planet will be uh, serving up Star Wars inspired snacks as well. You'd be grab a dark side chicken sandwich or Adam Rim pasta. Uh, they will be having, uh, as they call them, novelty steins, sipper, or popcorn buckets, uh, which just means that they will probably be having either the uh, the Darth Vader head, the Chewy head, the uh, Stormtrooper head, or any of the number of uh, Star Wars head uh, mugs that they've sold that they call steins. Uh, as far as popcorn buckets, I don't know if maybe as we'll see a return of the Darth Vader popcorn bucket or maybe the TIE Fighter or uh, Adat. Is that, are they still selling the Adat? 
I haven't seen. Or did those they in finally a while. stop they selling gone. those? Long it's been gone. gone. Quite a while. So I assume that most likely one, at least one of those, is going to make a return on Saturday. Whether it's the Tie Fighter, the uh, Darth Vader head, or the uh, Adad, I don't know what else there is as far as popcorn buckets. Uh, as far as sippers go, they probably they never seem to run out of those uh, BB-8 sippers. <laughs> I know, huh? That's been there forever. And then also they will have uh, your usual over there at uh, Little Green Men. They will have their May the 4th, probably in May the 5th. And sometimes they have those, you know, the different ones that like Mickey and Goofy is and stuff and Either way, all of your May the 4th uh, merchandise will be over there at Little Green Men. So, yeah, nothing but fake Star Wars on May the 4th. Now, speaking of Star Wars, we got word yesterday that um, those Star Wars name tags are going to be gone. Yeah, that's a bust. I never did get my uh, name tag of the newer design of the ones that they came out with later. I had one of the older ones, but I never got that one. And it was a little bummer about that, but... Uh, it's all right. I got ones that I got, and it's okay. So the last day for those are going to be on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're going to basically, with what happened is, what happened was uh, the machines that make them are basically, I'm guessing they're rented, they're leased or whatever, rented, Bye. and they're going back. Well, they told me when I was getting mine the other day that the machines are, like, having constant issues. And that they're, I mean, she had to make, like, six to get our three. Which is why they're getting sent back. Right? Yeah. So also, also apparently they look similar to the Galaxy's Edge name tags that they're going to be using. Apparently, so the shape or the style or something is similar because I think they're having different name tags in Galaxy's Edge. Yeah, we talked about that. Um, both the it, pictures, right? So the, since it looks similar, they're trying to avoid. I don't think they look similar. Uh, there's a, some of the ones the co- the colors are similar. Like I mean, no, I one of the ones I have is kind of like a uh, has kind of a uh, aluminum kind of a uh, um, gunmetal look. That's kind of the same color as the Galaxy's Edge name tag. I could see where they're going with that, but I mean, it's stupid. But I can see where they can go with that. And then I I Just mean, don't sell that color. Right. Uh, I think the thing is is that you're just going to probably start seeing a slow phase out of a lot of different Star Wars, uh, additional type Star Wars things. Uh, we already know that you're probably going to see a phase out, if it's not already gone, of the uh, the Build-A-Saber inside of uh, Star Trader because they're going to have the actual Build-A-Saber inside of Galaxy's Edge. So you you can already predict that, that one's gonna be go- that's going to be going away. And uh, you may even see the Star Wars presence in uh, Star Trader might even uh, shrink down to something closer to what it was originally. Oh, yeah. It's already a lot of Star Wars merchandise is getting moved out of there, and Disneyland merchandises have been put in. I mean, the only thing you're still going to have, and the only advantage to the, that is that you know that your generic Star Wars merchandise, the stuff that Star Trader's been selling all this time, you know that they're still going to be selling that same stuff because none of that stuff will be sold in Galaxy's Edge because it's all branded merchandise. So, you know, it's stuff that they'll never have in Galaxy's Edge, but, you know, they still no reason to have such a huge presence of Star Wars two different places when you it's already going to happen anyways. So if you guys want to get your Star Wars name tag uh, with your name in Arbish, uh, head over there before Sunday. Sunday is the last day. That they would be selling those, and they're going to be uh, gone. Bye. 
They only if have the four. machine doesn't break down by then. Yeah, they, they have limited quality or quantities of what they have, uh, the styles they have. Oh, are they down to only like four styles now? They've they got a like resistance and a, and a first order, basically a Stormtrooper or BB-8. And then they've got two designs that are AP, I believe, that say Last Jedi. It says Star Wars with Last Jedi in between. That's all they got left. But one of the Last Jedi one AP ones is kind of cool, but I wish it just didn't say Last Jedi. Speaking of new old... Friday, Mickey's Philhar Magic opened up. Yeah. Soon. I saw it. Soon. Friday was soon. That's the date. On Monday. But I saw it. So, yeah, it opened up, and um, I went on Friday to go check that out. Yeah, we have a lot of things that kind of just uh, suddenly, uh, hey, we're open. Yeah. Black Tap. <laughs> Black Tap. Tap. Mickey and Phil. Mickey and Phil. Made magic. Whoa. <laughs> With Donald. Whoa. So, yeah, I would have go check that out. Uh, it was pretty cool. I don't know. Not much to say. Well, I can give a quick re- review. Um, some of it really didn't make sense to me. I understand the storyline. We talked about uh, Donald takes Mickey's hat. And, of course, Donald loses his hat and is going on a, a venture to go find the hat some of it just didn't make sense to me, like the transition to uh, Lion King. Well, Donald just Donald takes Mickey's magic hat, and then he decides he wants to like lead the orchestra, and then the orchestra is basically saying, "No, you suck. We're gonna we're gonna run things," and puts him through the paces of getting like you know taught that you don't mess with Mickey's hat, essentially. So he. It's there isn't a transition between stuff. You're right. It goes from one thing to another, but it's really a, a voyage through the music more than anything else. What you see visually is just like for the show. I guess I enjoy the music, but I just now in Florida, this show starts in one kind of rectangular screen, and then as the show's progressing and happening, the visuals get way wider and it kind of widens out into three screens that you don't expect it to happen. Like by the time you notice that that's happening, it's like, Whoa, this is awesome. Uh, the way that they do it here is a little different for some reason. The, you know, you know, the screen in that sunset theater is really big. So they, the, the drapes or if it's a projected drape, I'm not sure, but it starts down and in, so you're seeing this when you first look at Donald and Mickey. It's like watching the old school TV. Yeah, it's like looking at a old, really small screen, and then as it goes little by little by little, it gets bigger and bigger and bigger. And eventually, you do see some stuff projected on the sides. It's not quite the same as the theater that it was designed for in Florida. Still super cool. I love that it's there. I'll go watch it a bunch of times. But it wasn't designed for that, so... It's not as cool as Florida's version. Now, you do get some 4D stuff going on, which is really cool. You have uh, water spraying on you, and you smell some pie. Oh. Because in the VR guests, you know, they have the food and everything, and they uh, throw this pie out there, and you can smell the pie. Oh, it smelled good. I was like, dang, no one uh, gave me any pie, but... That was pretty cool. The smell of vision basically is going on there. But, I mean, it's cool. It's all right. It's just another show to uh, just chill and uh, relax for a little bit. 
if you have the Disney feet going on. But uh, it's nothing to write home to mom about. Unless you like to write letters. I don't know. Are you hungry? Well, they are. It's time for Fat Time in the Parks. Fat Time Little Plate. Do you have a little plate of fat time? No, you need a big plate if you want to have a proper fat time. Exactly. So we're going to talk some fat time because uh, Anthony had some fat time while he was over in uh, downtown Disney. And um, I had some fat time, too, at the Disneyland After Dark event. So I'm going to let Anthony go first because, you know what, our fat times kind of relate to each other. Uh-oh. Uh, yeah, I was over there to do the uh, the Parks Blog meetup for the Pop-Up Disney, which we'll get to in a little bit. Uh, but, uh, afterwards, uh, went by and, uh, Black Tap wasn't open. Apparently they were having a, uh, cast member preview, uh, for Black Tap, which I was like, well, that figures, uh, cause I would have thought about having a burger, but instead, uh, on, we had to go over to Marceline's cause we got a free, some free, uh, treats from Marceline's, uh, from the, uh, Parks Blog event. Uh, and we saw Salt and Straw, which I hadn't, uh, actually been on, downtown disney since salt and straw opened and went over and checked out their menu and saw that they were uh clearly much cheaper than uh the ridiculous shakes that they have at uh uh black tap anyways and uh it was much nicer to be able to get two scoops and a waffle cone for uh, under ten dollars and uh you know uh, in a place like that so uh but uh we got one we got the uh the cookie dough and the uh the, the salted caramel uh, I was just going to say the salt and caramel was a little too salty for my taste, but that's what you expect with salt and caramel. But uh, <laughs> The salt was too salty. <laughs> but it is what you expect. I just wasn't sure. Uh, I just know that I wouldn't want to get it again because it is a little too salty for me. Uh, but it was uh, really good. The uh, The waffle cone was good. Pretty much it had. Uh, we were able to eat it like walking to the car because we parked at downtown Disney. Like I said, uh, I thought that was money better spent than spending uh, $20 for on a, on a ridiculous shake, but that's just me. I like the simple things, especially when it comes to ice cream. Uh, plus, I'm not really a big ice cream person. Uh, just real quick, the uh, the treats that they gave us for free uh, for the Parks Block, uh, one of them, uh, nothing to do with I'm not going to have nothing to do with because they're basically uh, peeps with some white chocolate. Uh, so, uh, I have gladly, uh, um, gifted those down to these guys, uh, the rest of what's, uh, remains. Uh, then the other thing they gave us was a faux, uh, Mickey head ice cream sandwich, but it's not ice cream sandwich. It's actually just a solid piece of uh, chocolate. It's so the ice cream is in the middle is white chocolate and then it's coated with a milk chocolate out coating. Mm. Uh, but it's just a lot of chocolate. Uh, I felt like I was eating an Easter uh, Easter bunny, chocolate Easter, bu- Easter bunny. Uh, and then they also had the, uh, you could buy the little golden, the little silver pop. Uh, you know, the, it's four ninety nine for, uh, you could buy those. You have to ha- actually have a ticket to have seen the Mickey pop-up thing in order to go to Marceline's and purchase that. So you can't purchase that unless you've seen the Mickey thing, the Mickey pop up, uh, and it's four ninety nine for that. It's four ninety nine for the uh, the uh, Mickey Mouse fudge bar, and then it's four ninety nine for the shimmery Mickey Mouse cake pop. This is good. Which are all available, like I said, at Marceline's, uh, and then they also have the uh, they also have this the or they also have the uh, 
the 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 uh, candy uh, the apple, uh, which you don't have to uh, have purchased a ticket in order to get that one, but the others, including what uh, he's eating right now, the the marshmallow, you had to have had it. A ticket for the uh, so basically you can't go in there and say hey I want this no not unless you have had have a ticket unless yeah. you show them your ticket for right. the pop up Disney thing which I'm I just trying to make that clear which I thought was really weird it's like I've never heard of them ever doing that before where they say well because oh, it's exclusive that's it is why. Ex- some super exclusive I mean that's even more exclusive than like stuff you can only get in the parks this is pretty good though I like it well you like Peeps so I mean uh, of course you're it's a like different it. than Peeps though. Probably because it doesn't have the sugar on top. Well, yeah, probably. But the little, this little, this is white chocolate, right? Yes. That one's that's pretty good too. Yeah, the white chocolate disc, like with uh, sometimes you get on like the parfaits with like a design or something. So, I like uh, it. So yeah, I would go back to salt and straw again. I would just try different flavors. They have some really weird flavors in there. I don't want balsamic in my uh, ice cream. I don't know balsamic what that's strawberry. Uh, yeah, I don't want. Uh, that was, I think, the one that she got was the balsamic strawberry cookie dough or something. And, uh, I mean, I, I just tasted ice cream, so uh, thank goodness. I don't want to taste balsamic vinegar strawberry in my ice cream. Strawberry and cookie dough but... and balsamic just don't go together to me. Strawberries and balsamic do go together. Apparently so. they do yes. because uh, people get it. and it's like one of There most... are Italian desserts that have balsamic and, and strawberries. Yeah, they know how to use their stuff properly. Yes. Well, speaking of strawberries, I had a strawberry hot fudge sundae from Ghirardelli's last night. And I don't know why I've never seen that one before. And it was like the bomb because every like bite had strawberries in it. So they had little strawberry slices inside. It wasn't a strawberry uh, ice cream with hot fudge. It was strawberries inside of the uh, sundae. So that was the bomb. I'm like thinking that uh, I'm just probably going to get this one from now on because, hey, strawberries. We know me and strawberries. Yes, we do. <laughs> so I loved it. It was really good. Basically, just a basic hot fudge sundae with strawberries inside and a uh, big chocolate-covered strawberry on top of the whipped cream. So that was uh, pretty yummy, yummy, yummy stuff. Uh, he showed it to me when he got it, and I told him he should have gotten the uh, the Thor's Hammer uh, Raspberry Cheesecake. But I know he's not a fan of cheesecake, so... Uh, I would have liked to eat the, the hammer, though. I'm a fan of cheese. Yeah, I want to know what the hammer was. Was that like a solid piece of uh, chocolate that was carved into a hammer? That's what I really wanted to know. I don't know. I'll, I'll ask. That was Debbie's. Debbie's Debbie got that. Oh, uh, okay, cool. So I'll ask her. But yeah, it was really good at Garadelli's, and you know that uh, every, any... Sunday you get at Gary Deli's is expensive. So uh, I got two Sundays, two drinks, and it came out to like 30-something bucks. Oh, they, they said, they said, oh, you're only 50 cents away from getting a free bar, a chocolate bar. She's like, oh, you can buy this. Well, this is a dollar. You can buy this and get a free bar. So, okay, well, why not? <laughs> so, yeah, that was my fat time. And um, Tim said he went to go visit Black Tap. Uh, I did. I just went in and took pictures. It looks like they got their operation together, at least as far as the counters and the where they make the shakes and stuff. Uh, obviously, I didn't eat there, so I don't know what the service is like. But I did find out that the capacity for seating there is 320 people, which is um, 
No, excuse me. It was between 305 and 350, depending on the seating pattern. And then I went upstairs and I asked them, or I went not actually upstairs, but I went into the lobby of the bar upstairs, whatever it's called, the one that I don't like. What's it called? The beer place, the brewery. And their seating capacity is like 100 people less. It's like 220. So they don't have a lot of room up there. There's a lot more room in Black Tap. They have the about the the patio. Plus, that you can order stuff just at the or at least shakes and water you can order at the window, and then walk around with a shake and a cake and so on. <laughs> shakes on cakes. Uh, or is it a cake on shake? Is it a kids cakes on shakes? Yeah. <laughs> you said shakes on cake. Well, I mean, you know, if you turn it upside down, and, <laughs> and then if you turn it upside down and then like you have a best. pray, you have a best. Yeah, you, you see what happens. But that cake shake is like twenty dollars. I think I could seriously like go buy a whole cake and a shake from somewhere for less than twenty dollars. Well, you should do that. Okay, and then go there and like eat it right outside and be like <laughs> and just and just yell at people. I got a better deal than you. you okay. Know? Or you should go get a cake and go and make and make some shakes for us, and then I'll bring that stuff inside. And while I'm eating a burger from from Black Tap, I Which will have look, that. I saw the pictures of the burgers; they look really good. I saw uh, my friend Mary put a she ate the chicken sandwich and said it was really good. Um, Although I told him, I think it, I would rather probably still go to Fuddruckers. Her friend got the Oreo cake or Oreo shake, and they have like a giant Oreo that goes in it. Uh, You're a giant Oreo. I am. Then she got that and thought it, and the people that were sitting next to them had the other shakes, and they took pictures of those too. But it seems like a way better. I'm not saying it's val it has a good value. I'm saying that it's way better than what's upstairs. Unless you're a and, and they have beer, and they have whatever else. So it's like you don't really need to go upstairs unless you're like a bougie millennial, and then you know, you, like. Then you have a reason to go to the brewery. And upstairs. by upstairs, he keeps referring to this place that's quote-unquote upstairs. He's referring to Ballast Point. That's the one. Because he doesn't remember the name. I I don't need to remember the name. I ate there. It was horrible. Uh, the so guy because was the, of the one only experience, good... he's never going to go there again. He thinks that well, it's all know. horrible. I don't mean, know. We ate the only two things on the menu that sounded good. And the the nachos had like blue cheese all over them. And then the burger okay, so wasn't you, very because good. you didn't agree with their uh, recipe choice. Well, that's what that's what not liking a restaurant equates to. You was don't it? like their recipes. Well, you don't I'm like pretty sure that it probably said that there was blue cheese on it, and you could have said, "I don't want blue cheese." Um, I think that it was not that. It was there was something else that it said. Anyway, regardless, we didn't like it. Uh, I went so I could report about it for the podcast, but this was a while ago. I don't even um, remember you reporting it. I reported that we didn't like it very much. <laughs> uh, I might have at the time said it was okay. So I didn't want to be like, you know, too rude. But now I'm now by comparison, <laughs> the new place looks awesome. The old By place comparison looks with the place he hasn't even tried yet. I was going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> but he heard. He heard. It looks good. It does look really no, good. It does look good. The burgers look good. But once again, I mean, here's the other thing. The, I'm going to get a shake from In N Out. I'm going to go buy an ice cream cake, and then I'm going to go to Fuddruckers, and I'm going to get all of that stuff for a way better I mean, deal. Splitsville is really good, but it's expensive. It's stupid expensive. Because I think I heard that the burgers are like also in the same range as the shakes, 17 to 20. All i got to say is uh, you can get over a, like a half-pound burger at Fuddruckers for like eight for like $9. 
Cool. Or just go to Portillo's. Ooh. Portillo's and Fuddruckers. The one in uh, Buena Park? The one in Buena Park. God, I tried that one. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if there's any Fuddruckers in Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so moving on. Uh, speaking of um, something. Hey, downtown Disney. No, we're not oh, in downtown okay. Disney. We're back in the parks. Oh, we're back in the parks. Yes, and uh, back in September, we talked about Alien Pizza Planet getting a permanent sign. And it uh, looks like that's what's going on over there. They have. A... Uh, I think they're showing you what it looks like. Yes, because they put a scrim up there of a new pizza sign. I'm going to laugh if that's not what it looks like. Right, that'd be messed up. <laughs> but they have. They're uh... like, hey, look how pretty this is. Too bad that's not what we're giving you. <laughs> they have. Uh, that's those... right on brand for Disney, though. Yeah, they have the scrim up there. They have uh, the scaffolding up. They have walls that are, you know, blocked around the, the front of it and the sides. So they're probably going to open up that, make it wider. Uh, I'm not sure about that. But uh, right now you can uh, go ahead and still go in there and uh, get some pizzas and uh, salads and whatnots. But that will be uh, closing uh, to finish the refurb from May 13th through the 23rd. And uh, we'll probably see the whole brand new sign on the 24th. We'll see about that. But, uh, yeah, buy uh, Pizza Port and Hello Alien Pizza Planet permanently. Forever! About time. They should have done that to begin with. No, they should have just not called it Alien Pizza Planet. It should have just been a freaking regular old pizza planet like it should have been years ago. Well, what I didn't quite understand was when I was there the other day, everything was covered up in the front, even the rocket. So you think they're just giving it a fresh coat of paint, or do you think they're going to do something weird? That's, a good, that's a good question. I think uh, maybe they're going to... We're going to take out that stupid Coke thing, finally. Maybe. Where, where the Coke maybe. Sh- shoots up. But maybe they're going to uh, put different uh, details on the rocket. Maybe they'll put aliens on the rocket and paint, you know, add something to it. I just hope it's not some awkward color combo. I mean, if it's got, like, aliens swirling around it or something, I guess that's fine as long as the rocket doesn't look traditional. rocket's probably different. just not going to be red and white anymore. I, I mean, it's probably going to match whatever the yeah, color scheme of whatever too. they have going on on the scrim. Yeah, I was thinking that, too. It seems to be, like, some brownish shit. Or... You're what? a scrim. Thank you. You're welcome. We'll see. We'll see on May 24th. Hey, uh, guess what I was uh, told the other day that I didn't even know because I hardly go in that area... But the Humphrey heaters are gone. Oh, okay. And I guess they were there for how long? And uh, it's not it's not cold. I guess they've been gone for a long time now, though. Oh, okay. Because when I uh, talked to Jeff about it, he says, "Oh yeah, they were gone when they closed. Uh, they did their refurb." I go, "Oh, well, goes to show you how you know how much I go over there." They were renting them. Probably they have to go back. Because they weren't uh, drawing people off or something. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. So uh, those it seems like a waste of time. I guess those are gone and been gone for a while now. But I didn't find out until the other day when one of our followers on Instagram said, "Hey, they're gone," and I was like, "Oh, I didn't know about it." And I asked because you haven't walked through there in a while. Huh? Yeah, it's been a while. They I were kind of obvious when you walk through there, but maybe it's one of those things where you walk through there. You, you know, didn't go that way when you're doing your egg hunt. I didn't do the egg hunt over there. Oh, you didn't do the yeah, egg hunt. I didn't at go over there. Oh, well, that but, explains it. Because if you had done the egg hunt. 
you probably would have went that way. Yeah, but I was just thinking, I've been down that way. Maybe it's like you know they were there, and you just didn't pay attention. They were gone. I don't know. They kind of stick out. They do stick out, but um, hey, I don't know. They're gone, so there's nothing to stick mm, out. Weird. <laughs> and uh, bye. Last week we talked to we talked to you guys about the, the case of the missing drinking fountain. Exactly. And uh, if you guys follow social media, Nancy medias, Drew over here has been on the case. I was on the case. And the Drinking Fountain by um, Jolly Holiday had a sign that said it wasn't working. And uh, it was the next one maybe on the chopping block to widen that uh, little pathway there. Now, the thing that I noticed is, well, first of all, the one by um, City Hall, it was gone. And there was this green box around it. Right, and you were positing that it would probably be a light. No, 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 no. I was saying that was going to come back because they had the little green box on oh, there. Oh, right, where the light was. Yes. Yes. And they put a light there. Right. And they so they took out that fountain and put a light there. Now, over there where um, Jolly Holiday Fountain is, right next to the fountain, there's a box. There's a green box with the pedestal. So what does that mean? That they're probably going to put a light there and take away the fountain. That's all I got to say. So, so they're replacing all the water fountains with light. Exactly. That? That's the that's the controversy going on. Uh, more lights, less water fountains. I mean, I guess it's come full circle since the the since opening day of Disneyland. Half the water fountains <laughs> were not working. Uh, we've come full circle to half the water fountains not working. I will continue on this case of the missing water fountains and bring you up to date information as it develops. <laughs> The conspiracy continues. All right. Hey, guess what? It's May. Is it? You know what that means? What? Oh, grad nights. Grad nights. Yes. All right. So this is, uh, I'm going to give you the dates real quick of the grad nights. These are the dates you want to avoid in the parks. And uh, before you guys ask, yes, they are there all day long. Yes, they can go to both parks. The park's not going to close early because the grad nights. There'll be regular hours, so don't worry about that. And, um, yeah, just get ready for noisy. But they're not in Disneyland as long, though. What do you mean by the parks aren't closing early this year? They've never closed early for a grad night. No, they've never closed early. Well, DCA would, well, I guess it's not early. DCA closes at 10 o'clock, and that's the day. That's that's when grad night starts. That's their normal time for closing. Yeah, Yeah, so nothing changes with the schedule of closing because of a grad night. So here are hopefully the dates. The, hopefully the structure is open by the time these grad nights start, the well, new structure. It's not because we already know the structure doesn't open until the end of June, beginning of July. Yeah. All right. It so here. sooner, they said, but yeah. Here's the dates for the grad nights, May 10th, 11th, 17th, 18th, 21st, 22nd, 28th, 29th, and 31st, and June 4th, 5th. 7th, 8th, 11th, 12th, and 14th. So avoid those days. Like the plague, especially with these kids are all going to try to sneak into Galaxy's Edge, too. Particularly the ones that are uh, starting on May 31st. Particularly the one on May 31st is going to be like, I don't even know what's going to be going on that day. I don't even know what the hell they were thinking scheduling a grand night the same day that they were scheduling the opening of Galaxy's it's Edge is just crazy. Really. Yeah. It's crazy. So, I mean, unless you already know that you're going to be there on the 31st for Galaxy's Edge, 
stay the hell away because, I mean, as far as that goes, stay the hell away on any of the grad night days that are from the May 31st on. <laughs> Just like forget it. That's Just good. Get your if you got to go on a grad night day, go in May. But the May 31st, all those other days, forget about it. Don't even bother. Hey, so all right. Well, the end game has happened. Did it? I don't know. I don't watch basketball. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, wait. We're talking about Marvel. Yes, Marvel Avengers Endgame came out, of course, last week. And, uh, well, it broke every record in the book. Uh, We have all seen it. Uh, we We will give our thoughts. But first, let's just go through some numbers, starting with 60 million. For Thursday night preview screenings, that is the biggest Thursday night opening at the box office of all time. Really? Yes. No, I just made it up. Yes, the previous record holder was, of course, Star Wars The Force Awakens, which had $57 million. And that's for just that That's Thursday just for Thursday. Night. Just for Thursday. This is Thursday only. I mean, that's literally the difference of filling up that the last seats in that front row. Like the last four seats in each front row or something, right? Wouldn't you say? Maybe, yeah. I mean, granted now that does uh, it is going to be skewed by the fact that there were like, uh, probably when First Awakens came out, there was like one showing on Thursday or two showings at most on Thursday. Uh, with Endgame, there was like five showings or like 50 bazillion showings on Thursdays. So. I remember the one they had. And keep in mind, Force Awakens wasn't nearly as long either, so they could fit more. No, in I there. meant there was one time though. There was literally like probably like one time for uh, there wasn't even Thursday. We'd have to go back. There to wasn't that. even oh no, because did we go on Thursday? Or was that Thursday? Was there like even Wednesday Thursday or something? No, it wasn't a Wednesday. I don't remember. I don't remember. Either way, the point is, is that what I'm getting at is there was like each theater is showing in-game in every single one of its theaters, which is unprecedented and definitely wasn't going on with Force Awakens. And if Force Awakens had been on as many screens, which is the point I'm getting at, is screen numbers. If it had been on as, as many screens as what uh, Endgame was on, it could very well have done well more than that. But uh, be that as it may, it uh, yeah, it is basically doing really well. And uh, just to continue on to the uh, the, the actual weekend numbers, uh, just just crazy, uh, one point two billion dollars in five days. They did over a billion in five days, less than five days. Uh, and so, in less than five days, it became the eighth Marvel Studios film to cross one billion. Because of course, we had reported that Captain Marvel was the seventh. Yeah, one point two billion worldwide over five days. Three hundred and fifty million domestic for the weekend, which uh, which basically blew uh, Force Awakens' previous record out of the water. Uh, at this point, we're just uh, surprisingly, despite the fact that I was even looking on Monday, and there already were there all the showings were like pretty much full or almost full. Uh, it actually only had the third highest uh, Monday uh, opening Monday of all time. Uh, behind Force Awakens and something else. I forgot what the other one was. Uh, but, uh, I mean, basically, that right now we're just basically a matter of time. I mean, the movie's barely open five days. It already is half of the uh, of what it needs to beat Avatar. Well, that's <laughs> so, the question, is will it dethrone the blue people? It needs to, uh, basically, it needs to have legs. 
uh, and he's did not not lose momentum when Detective Pikachu comes out. Uh, he just needs to basically there's a just, lot of stuff coming out. He needs to needs to. Uh, I mean, there's not a lot of stuff coming out uh, between now and uh, May 24th. There's not really a lot except Detective Pikachu, uh, but uh, there is plenty of time for uh, Endgame to. Uh, it could pretty much win every weekend up until the weekend of the 24th. And I wouldn't even be surprised if Endgame had the legs to beat Aladdin opening weekend. Speaking of Aladdin, real quick, the tickets are now on sale. I already have mine. Oh, I'm going to have to get mine then. So, okay. yeah, Endgame. Whoa. Just, wow. Uh, <laughs> it's probably still a little bit early. I mean, if you haven't seen it, well, what the hell's wrong with you? You better be having some excuse about working or jobs or children or something but uh maybe next week we can do a spoilerific review show yeah i don't know about a review show but uh, we're definitely going to uh uh the week after because this guy's going to be going on a little another little uh uh desert vacation (laughs) uh we're definitely gonna have to have a chance to talk about that uh because there's lots to talk about i got i gotta go see it at least two or three more times before i could even process uh everything uh, that last third of the movie was just like, uh, like super crazy uh, adrenaline and lots well, going on. While, lots at, going while on. at the same time, the first the first two thirds or two hours going slow didn't bother me. You know, usually when a movie moves as literally as slow as it did, it went slow. It was. It I was, don't think it was slow at all. Not, but not. It was slow by comparison to other movies, but it wasn't slow in a dragging sort of way. You were, st- I was still glued. It didn't drag on but it didn't move at the pace that i know the what he's saying because i was thinking the same thing it was kind of slow in explaining a lot of things in different uh but it didn't drag storylines it, like, it was like you were that's still what he's glued. talking about i agree with that because i was like i looked at my uh the you know my phone to see what time it was and i was like oh even though it was pretty well, slow 90 minutes have gone by yeah that's why I, <laughs> I agree i i know what he's saying now i got a question for you tim did you go to the bathroom I did. Oh, God. <laughs> did you? No. No, uh, you held the whole time. No, I because didn't have I'm, to a, I'm a, I'm no, a, I'm a man a, baby. No, because we're adults. No, no, no. I don't, do. I don't subscribe to that. I'm a man baby, and I need to go to the bathroom. So I got up. Uh, when did I get up? I got up during just before uh, the Thor stuff that you said you watched Dark whatever for it's my least favorite marvel movie um nonetheless i got right before that kind of at the end of the thanos stuff uh with uh now i draw a blank um where he he where he real yeah nonetheless I, i i figured out what was going on with the thanos thing and I was like, okay, I can go. And I went fast enough, but I missed uh, the beginning of the Thor stuff. That's what you get. <laughs> now, not going to the bathroom before you went to the movie like an adult. I did twice. <laughs> and I had to go again because that's just me. He must be fun on trips. <laughs> that's why you don't go far. I know, right? I mean, if you can't even, geez. <laughs> so here's what I read about bathroom trips. There's three parts of the movie that they like literally say you can get up during the first two hours. Okay, first of all, nobody says you can get up and see it. I I read two articles and they 
outline yeah, different from parts of the movie. Stupid people who's, okay. who are well, trying to that you don't agree with. All who right. are trying to uh, excuse the fact that people have to get up and get go to the. No, Regardless don't of get that. up and go to the bathroom in the middle of a movie. Not everybody there, has the ability to no, hold their pee for three hours. Movies are not designed so that you can get up and go to the bathroom. Just, that is their opinion on when you should you can get up and go to the bathroom. No, that is not a place you best, should get up and the go to the best bathroom. Times based on not missing information. Now, based on my opinion. opinion is that you just go twice. We talked about this before. You see this movie or any long movie at least two times and you go to the bathroom during different times and you don't have any problem. I mean, I'm going to go see it again tomorrow maybe and then at least and then I know on Saturday for sure. So nonetheless, they said that in the beginning of the San Francisco title card that pretty much the stuff with Ant-Man is uh at least the the beginning of the stuff with Ant-Man is basically him coming to realizations that everybody already knows because of you already know basically all the stuff he's because he's yeah so I'm not trying to spoil anything but that part could be skipped without That's literally ruining. the most important part of the movie I don't agree nothing that happens after that is it happens unless what you're talking about happens none of the rest of the movie makes sense unless you watch the stuff that you're talking about Unless you watch him, like, go... I mean, everybody knows. There's no spoilers there. He's basically just going around and realizing that half the world's gone. Yeah, that's, that's like it. 30 seconds. No, it, I mean, it's it's three or four minutes of him going around mm. and going around. And that's, so that's, that's, the, that's the one of the times... You don't have to agree. I'm just telling you what the article said. The other one was when Hulk is eating, like, lunch or something. They said a lot of that is just uh, campy, like, fun laughs times. And uh, again, that's I don't necessarily agree with that part, but that was the one of the times the article said. And then the other one was when the New Jersey title card comes on, and I'm trying to remember why they suggested that time, but I couldn't quite wait that long. <laughs> I was like pinching, you know. Um, yeah, you had some weirdos in there, like uh, this guy over here that likes to say that you know all adults should be able to hold their pee for an infinite period of time. I didn't say infinite. Well, three I hours. I said they is should be able to hold period. it for a three-hour movie, which is not even that long. It's only like the, uh, it's something like the twenty-fifth longest uh, major studio movie of all time, which <laughs> kind of puts it pretty far down there as far as length. Uh, I'm pretty sure that nobody was complaining about the the three and a half hour length for uh, such uh, Oscar winners as Dances with Wolves or Schindler's List or. Uh, other movies like that. And yet, all of a sudden, when it's a superhero movie, oh no, it's too long. Well, I didn't have any problems, so I didn't have to go to the restroom. How fast did you rush out afterwards, though? I didn't, because I went home, and then I went pee. Oh, you you're one of those? No, I just I didn't have to go <laughs> until funny. I got home. I Applause, applause. Because you do well and on, on a trip. And I didn't, uh, and I had a big drink, too. <laughs> so, yeah. Anyway... All I know is we're never taking Tim to on a trip to Yellowstone. Bye. Because we'll never make it. <laughs> See the thing about or he me, won't make it. <laughs> the thing about me though is that you, all you have to do is pull over, man. I mean, I'll just like side of the road. That's I time. Have no, I have That's no problem time, though. No problem. You don't have to full. I mean, you got I, all, I got time for that. Not so really I, much we can say right now. We want to give a little bit more time to. Uh, to uh, you know, contemplate and let people see it before we start getting too much into. It's true. Some details. But there was so much that, like, I feel like 
Because everything in that movie is a spoiler. We can't really talk about anything without it being a spoiler. Other than that, Ant- I mean, the, the Ant Man section when he's like, it's that's totally it. a spoiler if you go into details about well, it. Yeah, I guess. Uh, I mean, just saying that he's realizing things that happened during Infinity War. That's that's the only part that I was talking about. Nonetheless, I feel like if I don't see the movie two or three times, I'm not going to really truly be able to absorb it all. It just was so much. I don't know if I actually want to sit for another three hours and watch it again. I don't see how you, you can But not. this time you can go to the bathroom. I don't need it. I don't, uh, I'm not, that's not my worry. That's yeah, your worry. You don't even have to pay for it. You've got the thing. It doesn't matter. It had nothing to do with pain. It has nothing to do with going to the bathroom. Just I don't know if I want to sit there for three hours and watch it again. I would rather watch it in my house where I can relax than sit in the chair. I figure I get three movies a week and there's nothing else to watch this week, so I should be able to see it three times. Hey, all right. So we got a, uh, they had a bit of an announcement, uh, a little panel today, or I don't know, some sort of thing for uh, Hulu today. And of course, uh, we know now that basically uh, Hulu is going to be uh, Disney's bitch. Uh, uh, Hulu is going to be showing all the Fox stuff, basically the non adult friendly stuff that we, we talked about the last couple of weeks. Uh, and we got announced some announcements today of some Hulu things that were going to be announced or going to be releasing soon. Uh, they talked about uh, things such as uh, Veronica Mars and the upcoming uh, Catch Twenty Two miniseries. Uh, but uh, some couple things that they announced for uh, the first time were a couple uh, Marvel shows, which are interesting. Uh, one of them is going to be called Hellstrom, which is a kind of a uh, I don't know. I'm not really sure what that one's about. It's about characters I've never heard of before. But I will say that those characters are spinoffs of Ghost Rider, which is going to be the other show. And it's going to be starring Gabriel Luna, who was Ghost Rider on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. But they have also said that it may not necessarily be connected to the same Ghost Rider that was on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. But the showrunner for the Ghost Rider show did work on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. So we will see. It all depends on probably a whole lot of uh, red tape as far as, uh, you know, the whole separations of uh, TV and movies and stuff. But we will have to wait and see. Uh, No word on when those are going to be. Those are obviously uh, on the to-do list uh, for uh, Marvel uh, on Hulu, uh, along with the, uh, the several animated series, the offenders that we spoke of before uh, with uh, Doctor or with uh, Howard the Duck and uh, others uh, that that will presumably the uh, these two new shows will presumably be joining those at some point on Hulu uh, next year or the year after I would have to assume so uh, cool that just uh, more examples of how we can expect uh, some of the uh, stuff like that will be start going on Hulu. A lot of the more adult-oriented Marvel content definitely at some point should herald the return of uh, some of the stuff that was on Netflix, like Daredevil or Punisher or things like that, hopefully at some point. So that will be cool to look forward to. Lots going on between uh, Hulu and Disney Plus uh, for the future. All right, and last but not least, uh, we should have talked about this earlier, but Tim wanted to put it off for some reason. Uh, we're going to talk about the pop-up Disney thing we've been referring to 
all day and for the last weeks and however long we've been talking about it since it got first announced. Well, I thought Elizabeth would be here back by she came with me to the airport earlier. We came straight here because we didn't want to make you guys wait. And uh, then she was like, uh, I'm going to go to some stores. And she's not back well, yet. Well, their stores thought, are closed now. Yeah. Well, she's at Walmart, I believe, oh, which is right. open late. So uh, nonetheless, she's uh, not back. I thought she would be, but I can sub in for her opinion, I, I guess. So I told you guys last week, I believe that I had gotten in uh, fortunate enough to get into yet another Parks Blog event. And uh, on Friday, I got to go to the Parks Blog event for the for the uh, the pop-up Disney uh, Mickey Mouse thing. Once again, this is at ESPN. Uh, tickets are on sale now. Uh, I was it was very interesting that they are doing the tickets through Eventbrite. I don't know what the reason that have they ever done anything uh, that wasn't through internal ticketing. I didn't even know they were doing that. So it was interesting that when we first went up and registered, they actually handed us physical Eventbrite tickets uh, printed with color and everything. Ooh. Uh, yeah, so they gave us our uh, our actual Eventbrite tickets. So uh, they gave us that, and then they gave us a uh, uh, our uh, our. Uh, you can get your parking validated oh. uh, if you're parked at Downtown Disney, because uh, then you go inside and you actually, when you give your ticket at the counter, uh, they scan your ticket and then they actually will put the stamp on the validation for your parking there. So if you go, if you are parking in Downtown Disney. And you go to the uh, the pop up Disney thing. It seems like that they're validating parking. Not, I think, just not just for the for the uh, park blog event, but they might be also doing it for anybody who goes in there. It seems like so. Uh, that's a good thing. Uh, make sure you guys check though uh, when you get there. Either way, you're probably already going to be parking at downtown Disney, so it doesn't matter. Well, it it does say you get five hours free. Right. So yeah. So uh, definitely get the. That's a good thing. Uh, and then actually when we left, uh, we had our tickets ready already with the validation and then the, they didn't even have people at the, at the, uh, at the booth in the parking. We just drove right out. <laughs> so, I mean, and this was like at four o'clock. That's weird. So it was like, it seemed awfully early to not have people there. Uh, but anyways, so, uh, we go in, uh, they give you a little colored card, uh, and immediately, I know that it's one of those things that you're, you're going to be broken up into groups, and then they're going to take you in as a group. Uh, a few years ago, uh, when we had uh, when we went to the uh, the Palace of the Fine Arts in San Francisco, uh, where we had a car broken into, uh, we went there for a Hunger Games uh, costume exhibit. And uh, if there had been more people there, they were they would have been running that kind of similar where they uh, assign oh, you a group. I get it now. And then they uh, the, you they take you into a room which is kind of like the entrance, the uh, the uh, you know where you can sit down and stuff. And they have a lot of nice couches and some Mickey head Mickey head shaped uh, futons. Uh, not uh, I guess is not really a futon, not a futon. Oh, like an ottoman. Yeah, an ottoman, uh, like or like where you sit on, you know, the little little. Uh, Padded chairs, like a little padded chair or something. Anyways, then they had a screen. They have all kinds of stuff. They have a stupid mix list with a bunch of crappy music, <laughs> which I don't know what the hell's going on with the crappy music in that place. But you talking uh, about the beats things you can yeah, listen to? the beats thing that's on the wall you can listen to, and then some of it's playing throughout the actual uh, inside the actual thing. But anyways, you go in there and you wait for your 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 color to be called. Uh, before ours was called, they called a group that was blue. 
uh, I we were mixing in, which is the first time I think this has ever happened with a Parks Blog event, uh, or at least mostly with a Parks Blog event. We were, uh, since the pop-up Disney thing actually opened on Friday, we were actually mixing in with uh, people who actually paid. Right. Which I thought was interesting. But I also thought that was interesting, the fact that that means there wasn't even, even though it was the first day of paying customers, there really wasn't that many people going through. But uh, we literally had less than like 10 people in our group that got pulled in. So I don't know if they were separating people according to if they were in the Pogs blog event and keeping that group, those groups smaller. Because then uh, Tim will talk about when he went, but he said that he had 20 people in his group. So I would tend to believe either that just because it was the first day and there wasn't that many people or they were keeping the crowds small because it was the Parks Blog event and it was the first day. Plus, also, we observed quite a few uh, executives and stuff walking through, so that might have had a lot to do with it. Uh, it was nice because the uh, the cast members, there's a cast member in every section who minds each section that you are in, uh, and they were actually paying attention to feedback about lights and stuff, which I'll talk about. Uh, the various problems with lighting in there. Uh, each set, each thing is uh, broken up into a different room. Uh, when you're in the waiting area before you go in, they, there's actually a really cool map on the wall that shows you. Uh, the first section is called Mickey and Minnie's Love. And then it's it all started with a mouse. And then Mickey's Friendships. And then Sorcerer Mickey's Magic. And then Mickey Around the World. And then Forever Mickey... And then Mickey at Disneyland. And then that's the end. So you first go into uh, Mickey and Minnie's Love, which is just has a giant uh, bow couch. They called it a bow couch, I think, or a, I don't know. They called it something stupid. I wasn't even <laughs> paying attention. Like I said, each room has a cast member in there. They're kind of just yakking on, and I'm just kind of ignoring them and just trying to take pictures. Uh, it's kind of neat because each room... Uh, has some sort of hidden mini in it, which I think is interesting that, you know, most of the times we, uh, everything's hidden Mickey's. Well, in this case, because the whole thing is about Mickey Mouse, uh, that would seem a little redundant. So in this case, uh, each room has at least one, uh, sort of hidden mini in it. And, uh, if, if the cast members are all, Oh, try to find the hidden mini. Can you find it? Can you find it? And they're all trying God. to, because you know they're not really doing that much, so they some, don't have a lot them, to do. Some of them were stupid. Well, I mean that goes. That's beside the point. But I mean they they just don't really have a lot to do in each of the little rooms, uh, other than maybe to take pictures for you or just to try and suggest where you should take a picture. Like I said, the first room was just uh, basically Mickey and Minnie's love, and there was like the giant bow. There was a heart on the wall, sequined heart. And just some bows and Mickey mini stuff. And uh, uh, the next room, uh, like I said, was the uh, Mickey uh, through the years or whatever it was I said. It all started with a mouse. And that was probably the one of the coolest rooms because it was the black and white room. And that's where you had the photo op with... Uh, there was a photo op there with uh, Steamboat Willie uh, Bridge... Uh, and there's also a photo op with the uh, plane, crazy plane. Uh, now, this is when we started getting into some of the problems what I talked about with the lighting, where there's uh, there's things on every wall for you to want to take pictures of. And uh, the problem is, is that when you want to stand one place to take a picture of one thing, uh, there are lights on the ceiling, and they're casting shadows onto other things that you're trying to take a picture of. 
So on one wall, there's this big old wall with a bunch of stuffed black and white uh, Mickey Mouses uh, stuck to the wall. And if you want to stand back where you can take a picture of it, there's a light shining directly on you, which is casting a shadow directly onto the plain crazy plane. That was a problem in a lot of the rooms where even some of the things, there's a, there's a one thing on the wall that says uh, Mickey Mouse sound cartoon, which is a, 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 re- a representation of like at the beginning of the cartoon. Uh, and actually, uh, me, myself, I cast a shadow that was kind of into the photo uh, just by the fact that I'm, the, the, the lights are behind me in the wrong place. And uh, whereas most of the lights should be above, but they have a lot of lower lights shining uh, horizontally which is causing a lot of problems. Maybe they should have Tim the Tech fix that. Mm. Uh, they probably should. They need to have... So they, hopefully they had somebody go in there and fix it because there's definitely a lot of issues with uh, shadows and a lot of issue with glares of them having lights, uh, which uh, one of them is prevalent in when we go into the next area, which is the Friendships of Mickey, which was probably my favorite area, probably one of my favorite, two favorite areas of... The exhibit, which had all like artwork that was done, that was quote unquote done by all of Mickey's friends. Uh, like there was a uh, kind of a, a uh, aquatic themed artwork that uh, coincidentally was also done. Uh, you could tell was done in watercolor. That was by Donald. Uh, there was a uh, statue of Mickey made out of uh, acorns that was done by Chippendale. Uh, there's a statue of Mickey that's done in uh, dog treats that was by Pluto, uh, and so on. So the mini it's all and the really acorns neat. was the worst. The what? There, there was a mini hidden in the acorns of the Chippendale one. It was oh, like, it's like, like unless they pointed it out, nobody would ever find it. Oh, okay, I didn't see that one. Uh, but bringing it back to the, the 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 glare thing in the when you first walk into that room, there's a thing that says on there's a thing on the wall that says to Mickey with love. Uh, that's been obviously drawn and has all of their signatures at the bottom. And uh, there was absolutely, I know you're looking at the, if you have the photo, uh, there's a big, huge glare right on Mickey. And no matter which way you got on either side of that. It's on the uh, K. Right. Uh, either No matter which side of that you got on, the glare was there. Uh, I'd like to see if uh, you had your pictures of that to see uh because this is how it looked when I was in there. Their problem is that, uh, I'll have to look, but the problem there is that the light's focused. It's like this. They need to brought. I mean, the lights well, need to be That's what I just said. The problem spectrum. is is they have too many horizontal uh, spotlights where they should have more uh, above lighting. So anyways, that's a, that was a really cool room. That was my favorite. But that led into probably what was my favorite room, uh, which was the, uh, the, uh, the Sorcerer Mickey room. The Sorcerer's Mickey's Magic. Oh, yeah, you see it right there. It just moved. See? It's just in a different place because it's being shot from a different spot. Yeah. So they didn't really fix it then. Uh, the Sorcerer's Mickey's uh, room was really cool. It has the one of the coolest uh, little tunnels, I think, which has a lot of little, like, it's kind of water, and there's a lot of blue lighting, uh, and there's little uh, Mickey heads and uh, dots and stuff all over the place. It's really hard to explain. You'd have to actually see a picture of it. Uh, like I said, it was really kind of neat to walk through. But uh, at the end of the uh, tunnel, there's a 
There's a big, uh, there's a, uh, the Sorcerer Mickey on top of the thing from uh, Sorcerer's Apprentice. It looks really, it looked really cool. Uh, obviously really hard to do pictures in there because of that. Don't come out just washed out blue because of the lighting. Uh, but then, um, you know, it just kind of adds to the cool mystique. In the, uh, Sorcerer Mickey room, there's also a big, there was also a big, uh, uh, cool, really cool, uh, uh, Photo or drawing, uh, paint artwork of uh, Chernabog on the wall uh, that also had a really bad glare up in the upper left. I managed to actually crop my picture where you can't, uh, it's not as bad, but you can still kind of see it right there on his uh, wing uh, that there was a big glare there. Uh, so like I said, that's a really cool room. It was just really not really that great for pictures unless you have like a, uh, a professional camera and you know how to get all your settings and stuff to to tone down that blue uh there was a uh going into the next section there's a uh, another drawing on the wall of uh the uh of the modern looking uh mickey from the cartoons uh that one also had a really bad glare on it uh you can't really see in my picture because uh, i but uh that one uh there was a really bad glitter on that wall as well that led into the uh mickey mouse basically around the world uh, which was one of the first rooms other than the Mickey Sorcerer Room, which was playing uh, mu- uh, Fantasia music. Uh, this room was playing some, like, uh, you know, basically mu- music that they would play for, like, uh, uh, Viva Navidad or uh, or Lunar New Year, something like that. Uh, and they just had different versions of Mickey in the uh, the art style uh, from the from the cartoon. Uh, of him in different countries, uh, probably how he's portrayed in different countries. Uh, they had a photo op of uh, that was really really difficult to navigate. Uh, if you're trying to take a picture of a person, uh, the that's a uh, has the uh, little uh, kind of a like a Chinese uh, or like a Lunar New Year type of background with the lanterns and stuff. Uh, now, if you put a person there and you didn't. You actually had to, uh, there's two dragons in the very front on each side, and you had to actually focus on those in order to get everything else to come up perfectly. And even then, those didn't actually come up in the photo. Because uh, otherwise, if you tried focusing on a person, you end up, the per- if you had a person in there trying to take a picture of them, they just end up as a silhouette. So you actually have to know where is the proper way to, uh, the proper way to focus uh, like I said, for a place a uh, place that was set up for specifically for taking pictures, they didn't do a very good job. Uh, this is, was actually way too big of a setup for a for a proper photo uh, with the lighting and everything. Because you talk about the how they had too much lighting in some places. Uh, well, this didn't seem to have enough lighting. They needed more of those spotlights coming down, like down on those uh, those statues and stuff. So uh, then they had just uh, another room which was. Uh, I guess more of like a uh, more of like a Mexico type with like a the like a piñatas and uh, some sort of weird I don't know whatever those cutout drawings are. Was for Coco. Oh, something to do with Coco, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. This is all just they had a little uh, they had a little uh, blue. Uh, pinata bowl that you could pick up as a photo op. Uh, that it's down in front, in front of the little Mickey thing you can sit on. 
uh, that you could actually pick up, and it was a, like a photo thing you can pose with. Uh, now, one of the other cooler things that after this room is the transition into uh, Mickey, I think a Mickey around the parks, uh, and that's the uh, the Mickey ears room, which was kind of a weird mirrored uh, room, uh, which uh, I can't imagine that if you were there with a lot of people that it would have been very interesting because you would be trying to take a picture of this stupid mirrored room with all kinds of people in it. I imagine that's probably how it was for you. Uh, it was very easy for me just to wait for the people to finish taking pictures at the end and wait for them to move on. And there was absolutely nobody behind me, so I was able to take a picture of that room with absolutely nobody in it, which made it look a lot cooler. I took a bathroom break. Which room? Oh, yeah. The mirror. See, I said mirror. I had waited for the whole group to come across, and I still wasn't really able to get a good photo. Yeah, I was able to get several good photos with different colors. In the room, blue and green and stuff. Because at the end of the room, uh, there's a neon Mickey that's actually re- reflecting onto a- another mirrored wall. Excuse me. I'll think about it. And that, of course, is a shining light into the room. So, uh, as I said, and as Tim said, you had to wait for the people who were trying to not only take pictures in the mirrored hallway, but also the people that were trying to take pictures with the mirror image of the uh the neon uh but anyways in the mirrored hallway they had a really cool thing where they had upside down mickey ears i don't know if you gathered that from the did you figure that out from the pictures Mm -hmm. i obviously took the one closer up picture of it uh and as you could tell i took the picture there was one uh mickey ear in there that had the bow that was the the mini the hidden mini in that room uh or at least one of them uh but once again that was a Really interesting room to try and take a picture of just because of the mirrors. And once again, more of that blue lighting. As I said, that just kind of led into a bunch of weird, like, uh, neon Mickey and balloon Mickey and uh, not 3D Mickey and uh, another mirrored room with weird neon lighting and a giant uh, reflective chrome Mickey that looks like he's more of a giant Funko Pop than anything. Uh, The lighting was changing in that room, so you could actually, if you wanted to stand there and wait for the different lighting to go through, you can get Mickey, the reflective Mickey, in several different colors. So it's just a little tiny room, and it really didn't make any sense, just as like an afterthought, maybe, that they're like, hey, we got this extra space here, so let's throw a giant uh, chrome Mickey in here and... uh, Surrounded by glass. Uh, They're basically like little plexiglass in the background. Uh, They're basically like little plexiglass uh, Mickey ears that are just sitting on little uh, mirrored shelves. Uh, It's... I don't even know what it's supposed to be. It's almost like it's supposed to be like some art art thing. Oh, I Uh, remember now what happened. It doesn't even really seem like a... uh, Something you're supposed to even really take pictures of because you couldn't... Because there's so many mirrors. It's like, how are you even supposed to take a good picture in there? Uh, like I said, it just seems more like more something more artsy than even uh, fo- photography. So, I mean, uh, then you got a gigantic the next go into the next room. and There was a gigantic balloon. OK, I just looked at that uh, picture. There's no popcorn in it. Though. That's what I was going to say. It looked like a popcorn bucket. At it basically first. looks like a giant version of the uh, the red Mickey uh, balloon popcorn bucket. Uh, if you were to take it and cut it in half and then, uh, yeah, there's no, then they obviously left the popcorn out. Um <laughs> Uh, it's kind of if you look at the center of the balloon, you can actually see my reflection <laughs> in the in the uh, the balloon. 
Uh, on the wall opposite that, which is one of the uh, the other cooler things, and I don't know if because you were in such a big group, Tim, that they even told you this, uh, but they had little, uh, uh, you know, they sell a lot of little toys of like the of the uh, Mickey of the ice cream pops and like the little uh, the food and stuff like that that is Mickey heads. Yeah, they've sold toys of those. They're weird, like little things, but they had these on the wall. Uh, it reminded me of all the toy ones they had, but these ones actually had, they actually smelled. Uh, the cast members told us that because, of course, you know, I was literally the only one in the room. So they just, she told me that. She was like, oh, yeah, go up to them and they smell. And I was like, oh, is this kind of like the wallpaper in Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory? <laughs> uh, and I said, do I have to scratch and sniff? And she's like, no scratching needed. <laughs> uh, so apparently they automatically did the, smell Did the schnozberries smell uh, like schnozberries? Maybe uh, I did tell her though I'm like well you know by the time this, this thing closes They're not going to smell anymore Because A they people probably have probably sprayed them with something. Touched them all and, uh, and all the sticky or the smelly has come off Or it'll oh. just wear out uh, Other than basically the, the, the smelly uh, food on the wall uh, The rest of this was basically kind of boring It was just a bunch of I don't know weird uh, shapes on the wall and I don't know, I even know what this thing this thing with Mickey and flowers was uh, I'll, I'll get to that but uh, this thing with Mickey and flowers lit up different colors it just was kind of like it's video, eh. it's video mapped uh, and then uh, that it's video mapping well either way but the, I mean, the flowers are already so this stuff's already there though but it just changes colors but uh, I don't really like that it was kind of boring uh, and then it says see you real soon and that leads to uh, what was explained to me by the cast member as, oh, if you take the picture, it looks like it's just Mickey's silhouette uh, because it is basically a uh, a velveted, a black velveted uh, Mickey. Uh, and if you, I guess if you had stood back far enough, I guess if you stood back pretty far and took the picture, I guess it would look like a, look like a silhouette. Uh, but no matter how I looked at mine, I could still see the detail on it. It doesn't look like a silhouette. And I took a couple different angles. Uh, and uh, actually, if the, if I get a side angle, actually even more detail comes out. Once again, it's uh, it was poorly it's poorly planned. Uh, you can clearly see the shadows that are being cast by the lighting. Uh, if they wanted it to be uh, more silhouette looking, they could have not had lights being cast uh, directly onto the item that they're trying to make look like a silhouette. Because uh, clearly, that by the shadows that are being cast behind it, clearly there's a light being shined directly on it. So, I don't know. It was yet another thing that was really poorly uh, executed in what is overall a poorly executed uh, uh, thing. Uh, but overall, like I said, I think that the whole thing was very poorly executed. Three times. Uh, it's um, it's not nearly worth the money that they're trying to charge you. Uh, especially if you're going on the weekend, pay a few more dollars and you can go to a freaking uh, comic book convention for a whole weekend rather than something that might take you uh, 45 minutes if you're lucky. But that's pretty uh, much it. I mean, they, pl- they the guy told me they planned on this taking an hour from fr- from start to finish, not including the lobby. Once you go up the stairs and you start in, it's supposed to take an hour. Uh, I mean, depending on how many people are in your group, and if you're not even getting good pictures, it, it, you can I can see you getting through the whole thing in less than a half hour. Be, uh, particularly if you can't even get pictures, because uh, if they're letting too many people in with groups, and they're just like people are just standing around, you're not even getting good pictures because you're just getting pictures of 
crowds. Well, you said that you were there alone in some of the rooms for quite a while. Basically, yeah. All right, yeah. so we need to wrap this up. So is it worth it, Tim? You paid 30 if, bucks. If you're super into the Instagram and having all these backdrops and stuff, Elizabeth probably thought it was worth it, where I maybe thought it was not quite as worth it. At but the, how can it be worth it, though, if by your own admission, if you're in a group she's of 20, more, because she's more you can't into even, those pictures. You can't even, but if you can't even get in there to take proper pictures because there's too many people taking pictures, how are you I supposed to get I don't know about proper, those? but we probably would have taken double the photos had we... Uh, had more time and what happened afterwards was at the end one of the guys was asking me oh what did you think of it blah blah blah. and i told him what i thought about the groups being pushed through and how there wasn't any organization as far as who had much time in certain spots and stuff and then he asked me a couple other questions and i said well you know from the standpoint of somebody that's worked special events for a lot of years there needs to be a little bit of this a little bit of that wait where was michael (laughs) uh they offered to take us through a second time. We opted not to go through again because we had friends that were from out of town that were there with us and they didn't, they had a plan for their day, but they offered to let us walk through again. And even the, the guys that was in, the guy that was in charge even offered to personally walk us through again. So that's it, how, because they know how shitty it is. Well, <laughs> that's maybe true. I also took him to the little store at the end and I showed him which how. Which you don't have to pay admission to get into the store, incidentally. You don't, which I pointed out to him. I said, anybody can walk in here. I said, but there's no exclusive merchandise. There is exclusive merchandise. Well, you didn't let me finish. There's no exclusive merchandise except for a hat, a T-shirt, a spirit jersey, and an ornament. It's like there's yep. there's not any... It's like one little set of stuff, and everything else in the store is for sale other in other places in the resort. They have a, a display of ear hats that are from all the other parks around the world, Shanghai and Tokyo and, and Paris, hats that you can't even buy at those parks currently, and they have them on display, but, like, but for what? For no reason, because you can't buy them, and then they're just selling regular Disneyland black ear hats. No ears, just the plain old ones are for sale there, and then they'll put your name on it or whatever. It's just like as if you were in the park. I told them there's got to be something that the people can only buy if they went to the thing. There is. What? The pin and the ornament. I mean, that's one thing. The pop-up experience in New York. I'm not discounting your point. It has a different name. There's like a Mickey, Mickey experience in New York that they're doing. I think it still may be running. And they have like super exclusive ear hats that you can't buy anywhere else. And like, there's like a whole line of stuff that you can only get there. And here we are in the Disney capital of the world. And you just like, there's almost nothing. I said, if I could even just buy a copy of that Paris or the Hong Kong or Tokyo ear hats with their, their specific Mickey logo on the front of it, I'd walk away stoked. But now we're kind of walked away with a little bit of a bad taste in our mouth because we wanted to buy something other than a T-shirt or a pin or a hat. And, you know, there just wasn't anything. Yeah, so just to clarify real quick, they have uh, several exclusive merchandise in there. They have the pop-up Disney logo, uh, including a new uh, spirit jersey, which probably I'm going to predict will probably be one of the most... Popular spirit jerseys because it's actually the only one of the ones that looks the nicest as Are far you? as I'm concerned. It doesn't look like uh, shit like most of the other ones. Uh, it's actually very colorful and uh, actually decent color instead of some weird uh, rose gold or stupid pink or something. Get the fashion expert over here. 
Uh, if you do have, once again, if you do have, if you did have a ticket, uh, like I said, you can get into the store without a ticket uh, to buy any of the things, including the uh, the spirit jersey and the hats and stuff. Uh, but they do have two bits of merchandise that you have to actually show your ticket, uh, and that is a pin, not a button, that uh, has the pop-up Disney logo. And then additionally, if you're an annual pass holder and a ticket holder, uh, you can get a ornament that looks stupid and boring. Well, yeah, because how many Christmas trees are you gonna have? So uh, the other piece I of just don't really know. I understand what their reasoning was with the uh, with the with the ornament for the annual pass holders, or just having the uh, the pin only be the. Uh, well, I'm sorry, not only the pin, but the uh, the exclusive uh, treats you can go to Marceline's and buy. Oh, I forgot about that. The only other piece of information I didn't share is that I found out. They're not actually cast members. This is a special events company that Disney hired to run this. And uh, the guy that was the manager, when I was talking to him at the end, he literally took out his phone and took notes of what I was telling him, which is the first time I've ever seen anything like that from anybody working for Well, Disney. I already said I had several of the uh, the cast members in there. Uh, when I would tell them about the glares and stuff, they would actually, a couple of them actually turn around and went to, and talked to one of the execs that was in there walking around. And they were actually taking notes on several of the things that I was pointing out about glares on walls and stuff. But that's good that if they're going to actually take the advice of the of the patrons, I which think is the fact awesome. that if they're not actual cast members and they're actually being, uh, which is know, why they're taking which is the probably advice. why they're actually like uh, they were probably told to uh, get feedback from. Yeah, uh, particularly the day I was there, since it was kind of like a preview day. Uh, and uh, execs that were coming in and out, I think, during the day while I was there. and But also and the stuff. fact that normal cast members would not, they wouldn't take advice no. on something like that because they know that there's no way to pass it up the chain. But in this case, the chain was designed to be there already, at least on the day I was there, and obviously when at least as well as when you were there. So anyways, uh, I'm going to say that uh, if uh, if you guys are expecting something uh, interesting or uh, something that's going to take up time and not just be a bunch of just uh, photo ops. Uh, if, if you have no interest in basically what is basically a glorified photo op, uh, skip it. Go spend your money on something um, better, uh, whether it's 38 or $30. Uh, I could think of a billion other things you could spend your money better on. Uh, in fact, you can turn around and use that money in, uh, towards a, a ticket to... Uh, uh, a one-day ticket for a D23 Expo, which uh, just had its three days tickets sell out uh, yesterday or today, whatever that was. So uh, go spend your money on something else, unless you're a, a blogger or a stupid YouTuber or something, and you, you're into that sort of thing. Have at it. Waste your money. Or you've got some podcast seven people listen to. Hey, so let's talk about, stop talking about things that are a waste of money, and let's talk about the mail. Well, our first email is Wreck It Rachel. Wreck it, wreck it, wreck it. And her subject line is, where's my emotional support animal? I'll be your, I'll support you. You can pet me just a little bit right here, though. Woo, what an emotional weekend. I didn't have an emotional support animal, but I had a blanket. It wasn't as good. I saw Endgame on Saturday. I know Thanos demands my silence, so I will talk about my experience in the theater we laughed we cried we cheered we cried some more it felt like an end to the saga do i call it a saga 
Also, it's a long movie, and at some point, you'll have to pee. At some point. Pick. <laughs> Rachel is not an adult, apparently. <laughs> no. <laughs> Pick a point during the first hour when there's a lull. After the first hour, hold it. Do not leave your seat, Tim. And there's no credit scene, so once they roll and you have to go, just go. Is that a spoiler? I'm sorry if it is. I beg to differ. There is something after the credits, so boo. There is? Yeah. I guess I'll have to wait for next time. Could you guys do a spoiler field review? I'd like to hear your uninhibited thoughts. It's Sunday, and I just watched Game of Thrones. I was wrapped in the blanket for that. Sigh. I should put on a Disney movie now. Just not Coco or Toy Story 3. Oh, Game of Thrones. So good. Don't care. Good week to all, Rachel. Rachel, the Game of Thrones are so good. It's like, whoa. The first time I watched the Battle of uh, Winterfell on Sunday, it was like way dark for some reason on my TV screen. It was dark for everybody. Spoilers. Uh, apparently not, because uh, I watched well, Apparently it, it was, because that's how it was shot. I read an interview with the director of the episode. So well, you're I trying to say you read an article. Yes, I read an article. I watched it again, and it wasn't as dark as it was the first time I watched it. Did you adjust it? Yes. Well, that's why. Well, there you go. But you, so you brightened it out of the proportions no, that I it was turn, meant for. No, I turned off the auto, the auto like light function, which is what somebody suggested that I do. I looked online and a bunch of people were saying, wasn't dark for me, wasn't dark for me. So well, that means their TVs are adjusted wrong. Spoiler warning, you. spoiler warning, because Dan doesn't know how to wait to do spoilers. So just uh, if you guys are in, re- if you guys don't want spoilers, uh, skip ahead. Uh, I don't have a number, so just skip ahead. <laughs> All right. So obviously our next email is from Dan the Millman. Uh, his subject line is beware of in-game spoilers. <laughs> Uh, so still haven't been to the park. Busy, busy bee over here. Went to UCLA to see Michelle Obama speak today. It was pretty good. Had some video posted and Diggs wanted to see the lights. <laughs> by next week, I will be making more regular trips. And hopefully by the time this comes out, I will have a reservation for Galaxy's Edge. If not, well, I can wait. I mean, I will have to anyway. Endgame spoiler coming up. Thanos dies. I mean, if you didn't see that coming, well, as Anthony used to say, because he doesn't really say it much these days, you're stupid. <laughs> you knew going in, he wasn't going to win, and the only way to truly defeat him was to kill him, so there you go. As for the other deaths, well, I will just let you see the movie if you haven't yet. <laughs> Alright, his review. I enjoyed it. Was it the best movie of all time? He says no. It was a Fitting into this story arc, truth be told, the ending was a little predictable, but enjoyable nonetheless. I went in without much expectation since so many people hyped it up. I didn't want to get like that and have it let me down. Are you listening, Star Wars fans? Just enjoy the movie. There are still a lot of questions, so there are all kinds of places to go from here. Saw the film on a Sunday morning at 9 a.m., and the theater was packed. This was crazy to see, but I guess a lot of people wanted to see the movie. That's it for me this week. Hope to see you all soon, Dan out. So, on that note, uh, Anthony, was it the best movie of all time? No. Yeah, of all time. Excuse me, not of all time. I mean, 
But it hey. was it was one of the it was probably yeah, one of the best band. comic book movies of all time. One probably. Of. I still really I just watched it the and I still really really like Winter Soldier, but I think that uh, Endgame is definitely probably uh, right there for the best uh, of the MCU movies. I mean, time will tell. It has a lot going on for it. It's basically kind of like the Return of the King of the Marvel. Uh, uh, we'll, we'll have to wait and see if it gets kind of that kind of, or if you know, if Black Panther was already the only bone that the MCU is ever going to get, From and whether Oscars. it'll get any kind of Oscar nods or anything like that. Because uh, there were definitely some Oscar-worthy performances in there, uh, in my opinion. But then, you know, that kind of thing never gets looked at. I mean, all time, that's a big thing to say. And I don't think that we can go that far. The um, best movie of all time? There's so many fantastic movies. Yeah, I movies. mean, it's, it's just, you can't really, it's it's hard to compare movies that are different to another. So that's really a hard thing to say. But as far as the MC movie, MCU movies... Uh, it's definitely up there, and it's definitely better than Justice League. Oh, that's not an MCU <laughs> movie, but I I will say that I saw, I saw the original Avengers movie like seven times in the movie theater, and I paid for all of them because they didn't have any kind of movie pass or a list thing back then. That said, I mean, I I was like just thought that was the most awesome, incredible like move. I mean, move, I mean, I saw Gangs of New York, which I think is really one of the best movies ever made. I saw that like four or five times in the theater. Nonetheless, um, he doesn't like good acting. It's from the faces Anthony's making this. I haven't seen nearly as many times yet, even though I've tried to, we'll see what happens. I think that the, that some of the stuff was like predictable based on things I knew about our universe that would reflect upon theirs. Uh, I guess we could talk about that next week or something or whenever we come back, but it's definitely fantastic. I mean, laughed, you cried, you you had to pee. I mean, there was bodily functions everywhere. <laughs> that, was, that was for you, Diggs. I like that. Yeah. And with that, uh, thank you for your email there, Dan the Millman, and thank you also, Wreck-It Rachel. I uh, appreciate that. That's funny. Uh, we will be talking about the Endgame movie uh, next time. And giving you all our thoughts of, of, of what we saw. And uh, I'm going to leave you with a little tease. There's a part in the movie that I connected with. Really? I'll leave it at that. Now, there's two things that I wanted to point out. One, I think I know what Anthony's favorite part is um, since he's such a feminist. Oh, the yes, yes. That was a good scene, though. That was an awesome scene. But it's but it's a little bit of a spoiler, so we'll have to talk about it after the show. Um, the part that's not really a spoiler, we talked about it a little bit. You know, Ant Man realizing what had happened in Infinity War and half of the population of the galaxy or world or whatever is is gone. You know, yeah, they talk about that in Infinity War. You know that he snaps his fingers and everyone's gone. But the recap of what had happened to the world and the the fact that people were not okay with this, like not only were they not okay, but everybody was like hella affected by. Yeah. Yeah. That's the a big thing we need to talk about. That's the first thing that hit me emotionally with this movie is I never thought about, yeah, you think about it. He snaps 50% of the, the, you know, life out of the galaxy. But what 50% is it? 
everybody's going to know somebody that's not there anymore. Your family, your friends, your, you know, and they just don't exist, but they did. It'd be different if he snapped his fingers and half of everything was gone and, you know, but that's what hit me emotionally first before anything else was, wow, man, that is really heavy to think about. It's all gone and your world just never going to be the same. It would literally take a generation to recover. Not 10 years, not five years, literally a generation. All right. So uh, all you uh, listeners out there who actually don't email us and uh, you have any thoughts on Endgame, uh, spoilers, you can mail, email us uh, your spoilers and whatever you want to talk about for our next podcast because we're going to talk about every single thing about it. So all you have to do is email us. Mousefire at gmail.com. And remember that not only do you uh, have plenty of time to send in those emails, but you will have two weeks because we'll be taking a week off. Bye. Do you have a special occasion coming up? Looking to personalize your trip with a keepsake? Create customized buttons for birthdays, engagements, family vacations, even bridal parties, or just because. Check out buttonsbydigs.com today. Buttons by Digs. Buttons by Digs. Remember, those are buttons, not pins. All right, it's going to do it for this episode of the Mouse Power Podcast. Hey, don't forget, send emails and let us know what you thought of Endgame. We'll be reading those and um, telling you what we thought. And if you guys want to spend uh, $30 or $38 on Pop-Up Disney, well, have at it. Don't. <laughs> hey, don't forget to go check out Mickey's Magic. Check out that cool little show. It's a perfect show to go and just chill out for 10, 12 minutes, whatever, however long it is. You know, especially when you are getting tired of walking around. Or if it gets too hot out there, just go over to the Sunset Showcase Theater and check out the show. It's not bad. It's not bad. It's pretty cool. And then, hey, maybe you can sing along. Uh, don't forget, if you guys are interested in those Star Wars name tags, uh, they're going away. Bye. Only, only a few left. So hurry up and get over there and get whatever's left, and you can put your name on there in Arbish. And, um, yeah, that's about it on that. And don't forget, hey, speaking of Star Wars, you're going to have Star Wars in the parks on May the 4th. And get your merchandise, get the pins, and um, I don't know, they never announced any other things besides pins. But you never know that one year. In they, the past, they've had shirts, they've yeah, had water bottles. They had that that. $5,000 hat or whatever it was. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so you can go check out the park to see all that. And, of course, the photo ops, as uh, Anthony mentioned earlier. And you can check all that out and get your pictures taken. And um, uh, you can maybe uh, hashtag your pictures with Mousepire. And um, if you do, I'll check them out and um, I'll post them up on the Instagrams. Remember, by the time you hear this, all of the uh, Star Wars Galaxy's Edge reservation hoopla will be done and over with. Hey, let us know how you did. Did you guys get in? Did you get shut out? Do you not know how to use a computer? Did you not know what time you were actually supposed to get up? Did you get up at 8 a.m. when you didn't have to? Well, tell us all about it. Mousepire at gmail.com. <laughs> and I, hopefully I would have uh, got my reservation, and I'll let you everyone know uh, if I did and what time I get to go and all that stuff. And uh, Tim and I will be uh, actually going together twice, right? Hopefully. Because if, if he gets in, I get in. Hopefully we'll, different days. Yes, we'll we'll be going together anyway. So that would be pretty cool. It'll be fun. We'll see how, how all that works out. And don't forget to avoid those grand night nights. Yes. 
don't go to the parks those days because there's just nothing but rowdy teenagers and cussing all over the damn place and saying those damn words and <laughs> all that crap language <laughs> so yeah avoid those days at all costs if you have to go just go for the day and uh, leave uh, right after you get there <laughs> i don't know but hey we you you've been warned the dates have been posted so you can uh, check out all the social medias for those dates and uh, plan ahead uh, anybody that's thinking of uh, going to a, on a grand night day all i gotta say is Never mind. It's not <laughs> oh, working. That's yes, he's not doing it. It's not working. Hey, make sure you guys check out all of the social medias. Uh, Diggs will be posting all of my pictures from the uh, the uh, pop up Disney. So if you don't feel like spending all the uh, ridiculous money, you can ver- live vicariously through my uh, small group uh, experience uh, and actually get to see pictures of things in there without people in them. So uh, you can check those out. He'll get those up on the uh, the old Facebook. Mousefire on Facebook, at Mousefire on Instagram and Twitter. And, of course, uh, as he said, he was doing some snappies at the old uh, Disneyland After Dark event, and he will be doing snaps at some point in the future. So just keep an eye out on that. And uh, you don't have to worry about my snaps. You will still be here after they're done. (laughs) (laughs) All right, you can follow me on Instagram at blue thirteen thirteen. Also, follow buttons by Diggs on Instagram. There you will see your button orders going out. Hey, check out DGPclothing.com. Get your mouse power gear or get your own gear custom made for whatever occasion you need it for. Also, check out the podcast over on YouTube. Search Mouse Power Podcast or just go to our Facebook page and hit the link there. Also, you can help the podcast by going over to Patreon.com. You can help us support the podcast. Check out Michael the Mill Guys. $3 special. As I always say, $3 will go a long way, especially in this day and age with prices of the internets and all that stuff. I don't know. I'm just saying. I get billed every month. How many internets are there? A lot of internets. All of them. Yes. All the internets. All of them in the world. Until next time, remember, spoilers are rude. Don't do it. So for She-Ra, Chucky, and LaShawn McCoy, I'm Anthony. I'm Tim. And I'm Diggs. Bye. Bye. Page turners? They were not. I'm trying to remember what movie it was. There was a porn star named Page Turner. <laughs> <laughs>